Oh, we are now. Okay. Hello. Howdy. All right. Hello. Hello. I, I don't even have. We don't have a name for it. We don't. We don't have. I I voted on any Gabin kind of like. Gabe and Zay. That's not close enough. You oh. said Dab or Gab. <laughs> no, no, no. Gabin. Move the mic Gabin. further oh, toward yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, open this last year. Gabin with Gabe, I think, is the best it's name like so far. Nah. How's that? How's that? Oh, I guess I could turn the gain up on that. How's that? Hey, Mike. Good. Sounds good. That's Mike. Yep. Okay. Awesome. So, howdy. Gab with howdy. 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 See, this is why we need intros. I'm Zane. And I'm Gabe. And we're just Gabin. We have Sydney here. Hello. And our guest today is Mr. Mike Native Quest. Hey, what's up, guys? Good to be here. Oh, so cute. So, Mike, let me ask you. <laughs> let me ask you. Oh, I didn't hit record on the oh, camera. I'll go do that. It's okay. Oh, yeah. It's going to be the first one with the... like the. It looks really good with this setup. Is it going to be the first yeah, one like with... all the art. What are you saying? Is it going to be the first one with... Uh, video. Video? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Wow. Did it work? Does cool. it capture all of us as well? Mm -hmm. Awesome. So is this gonna go on YouTube and I don't know. I have not, not right now. They're just hiding on my Google Drive. Right now we're just kind of like playing with it, and it's uh -huh. fun because it's Finding like it? yeah, it's awesome. Like if, if we put it on YouTube, I think I I'm did probably two gonna or get three canceled. Podcast before I did something with it. Oh yeah, see, I've already recorded a bunch. Like I was recording since like Hot Springs even before that. So I have really? a, I have a bunch on my yeah. There's nice. some where like because like we're all there, and like there's this. I remember one conversation where like I had left because I had to go pee. And then I came back and I heard you and Zane laughing and I was like, what are you guys talking about? And I was like, actually, never mind. I'll listen to it later. And eventually, and I just listened to that like yesterday. It was yeah. great. It was funny. When you nice. had the mics. <laughs> so you, what were, the goal here is to flip the coins. 18 times. Flip each coin. And okay. then you're going to do that six times. Okay. And I'll record what each iteration is. Oh. Yeah. This is, is basically heads or tails and then in, in, com tails, in combinations. Tails, Combinations of probability of heads or tails. T head, tails, heads, heads is okay. Man, that's awesome. I just want to mess it up. That doesn't look like it's working. Do we have another one? I, I for the sake. I got heads, tails, tails. Heads, tails, you tails. The first one? Dash, dash. Yeah, he wrote it. I got it. I got it. Keep this. No, keep it. Tails, tails, tails. I liked how my October retreat is lining up perfectly with that I Ching date that we I told came you, up man. upon. That was interesting. I think it's pronounced so I for those who don't know yet, heads, heads, it comes tails. from, I heard about this from Terrence McKenna <laughs> when he was deep in the, in the Amazon, loaded on mushrooms and laying in his heads, hammock. Heads, heads. Is that when he went he had by his, himself or with his brother? No, with his brother and group, that mm -hmm. little squad. And he had a notebook with him that he had had for mul many years. And every day for the like several right, years, he Ooh, had he got done the I Ching reading. I like that. I think that was exactly the same one I got the other day. That is harmony right there. That's how I've been feeling. In harmony, grounded, connected to my source. Line dash line, line <coughs> That looks like the one that, who was it that maybe JT got the other day? But it could have been uh, in inverse. Yeah, maybe. Like no, I'm, I got I got a symmetry. Oh, that was you, right? Yeah, but I don't okay. know if it was this way or if it was. I think it was dash dash. I think it was the opposite. Yeah. But so it's basically an ancient Whoa. Chinese divinatory thing. 
You got partnership. Number 30. It was. It was partnership. the one. The same mm-hmm. one. Yep. The same one we got on our first yes. podcast. You can listen to the first recording. What are the odds we, of getting we, we the do same it, one again? And it's our first podcast. Okay, perfect. Oh. <clears throat> you think this is because we're all uniting here? Well, yeah, I'll read it first. Maybe. Let's yeah. see. So 30 is partnership. The benefits and structures uh, partnerships can vary as much as the potentials for advantage, efficacy, and the courtship of danger. Consider the positive aspects and range of partnerships, combined resources, further professional endeavors. Personal relationships generate synergy. Shared goals create community. Partnerships with the divine furthers creativity and advances affairs of the human family. There's potential for a successful partnership on the horizon. Be assured that a sincere pledge to contribute selflessly and consciously to common endeavors with amplify synergy, advance progress, and expand influence within and without the union. Awesome. Partnership. That was funny because I literally got a text message today that was kind of revolving around that. We were talking about the children of God in my study last night, and this morning my friend sent me, when we're in fellowship with each other, that is when we're growing. That is when we have the comfortability to call each other out in respect because we all want to grow mm-hmm. and how we're going to be able to create our, I don't know, um, divine divine goals, divine potential. Purpose. Purpose. Yeah, gotcha. exactly. That's amazing. I That's feel like every, every time we've... So, uh, this is always very accurate. Yeah. It's, really like, really it, it, it's like... I don't... I mean, the skeptic in me is just like, oh, there's always something you can draw from it. Yeah. But the thing is, like, whether or not the person believes in it or not, they'll always be like, hmm, that's funny because that reminds me of this. And then it just gets them thinking yeah. about something it's like the, that's a, already on their mind. A Rorschach test? Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah, Rorschach, 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 Rorschach test. Rorschach, yeah. When you kind of create your you, own. It shows you an image that is just a symmetry uh, of squiggled symmetry. No, squiggled mirrored across itself. Is it always symmetrical? It's some mess. Kind of like that right above your head. Yeah. yeah, it's a mess like that, and then they mirror it, and then and then you look at it and you say, pick out order from it, and how you read it reveals what's your on your subconscious mind or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so partner. So yeah, the same thing with the hexagrams in a way. This is interesting. Well, I think it is spot on because I mean this is what I've been talking about a lot recently with a lot <coughs> of um, the people I've been in contact with. At first, when you said partnership, I was like, oh, no, like, this doesn't mean relationship, like, romantically. Well, that was the, I I was just thinking right now, like, partnership, when we thought of it, we're like, oh, yeah, that perfect sense, because we're, like, going, like, it's it's like an adventure, like a business Mm -hmm. adventure, but then there's also partnerships of relationships and Mm -hmm. romantic relationships. We're all going to date now. So, they're, (laughs) (laughs) that's why I brought you here. These flowers are for you. Oh, man. So, yeah, but but there's many, but I think even in each one, there's many interpretations. I thought it was crazy how we got that one again. Like, because yeah. we've only done this now like yes. three or four times. And so, and what I, here's how I've been thinking about it recently. This is a measurement of the probability of the universe at this point of time. It's like a sample, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like one flipping of the toss is one, and the universe has its influence over that coin toss, right? To and it determines the outcome of it. And then you, I mean, for good measure, you throw in some more trials in there, right? Mm-hmm. And you end up with all these. Um, groupings of samples of probability that tend to happen <laughs> regularly right right in in these uh patterns 
and that forms the 64 hexagrams. Some of them are more probable than others. Just it happens that way it's set up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it makes sense to us partnership now like the universe is influencing that now because we've been in such seclusion for a long time. Yeah. Like this is finally the opportunity where we can come together and it's not so weird. And now we can start building community again, which yeah. is what I've been striving to do on my own. Community. Community. That's you know what you're talking you about. You were just listening to like one of the other recent ones I reported mm-hmm. of just like us sitting outside with Woman JR and JT Keeper both over and like uh-huh. I kept saying community so many times. That was I, the solution. I feel like people were pretty annoyed because I was just like, guys, because everyone, we're all taught discussing like the awful things just happening every day yeah. with like yeah. politics and just mm-hmm. like children trafficking. Like there's a lot of serious things they were talking about. And I was just like, at the end of everything, I was just like, well, I still think that answer is just to focus on your community because that's the only change you can actually make absolutely because you can't you can't affect everyone in wisconsin like no. you're not you can only and then i think someone said someone responded like basically like your community is so much far reaching now or yeah. n- n- now because of just the internet yeah like the, the, mm-hmm. the local community is really the whole world now i do think yeah. though that like it's yeah it's a va- it's it's like it's but you're with, talking with, specifically person to person like physical contact with the idea of the internet it's within reach but how much it's like how much impact can you make through that i mean you can it's very narrow my sister has met people on like instagram and stuff and then met them in person when she's driven across the united mm-hmm. states multiple times and so like she's made friends first of e-friends yeah. and then actually meets them but well, if you think about the relationships between like gamers that you like your your little squad oh yeah on. dude like, Col- those are lifelong friends. Yeah, dude. One of Colby's, like, they were, like, squads since they were, like, 14 or whatever. Yeah. They eventually met up when they were, like, 18 or something. Like, they flew over here. They're from Florida. That's awesome. And they f- they came here just to visit. That's so cool. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, they met through, like, Twitch or something? Uh, I think it was just, yeah. like, Call of Duty lobbies. Mm. Like, yeah. the most toxic <laughs> environment you can find. <laughs> the most. And they found friends. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah. The virtual community is something I've been diving into recently. I struggled with it in the beginning, because all I wanted to do is build physical community and actually be with people because I think it's more intimate and you get a lot more out of it. But obviously we couldn't do that. So instead of pouting around, I was like, well, I can go ahead and make a first attempt at building a virtual community. And it was a blessing. Because then I felt that that belongingness and that growth that I share when I'm with people, but it was virtual. And so what did you do? What kind of community did you do? The yeah. first one that I built was just a week-long experiment on Zoom, and it was a three-day fast. And then I prepared everyone for two days. We embarked on a three-day journey, and then we reflected for two days after that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was amazing. Especially for people. Did most people who did it, have they fasted before? There was a lot of new people. Yeah. Yeah, and there was a lot of people doing water, and we also did fruit and I intermittent fasting. I'd be more comfortable if someone showed me if I never, never done it exactly. before. Like, I could fuck my body up if I don't know what I'm doing. That's what I felt, too, because when I first did it, I just jumped <laughs> head first, know. and I did it by myself. Yeah, well, you just listen to your body. Yeah, and you know. Getting, I'm very in tune with myself. But some myself. people, I feel like, having a guide to start, then yeah. you kind of have an idea. It can be scary because you definitely go through some withdrawals, um, but I just wanted to prepare people for that and what to expect. Yeah, we were just, sorry to interrupt. We were just listening to uh, David Plain mm-hmm. on the podcast, and yeah. he was saying how yeah. he was like stuck in a block of ice. Okay. For like, what was it, thirty days or something like, or two weeks? Some, like some crazy amount. Yeah. Like, a block frozen. Of, it was a in a block of yeah. James, or, wasn't he suspended in the air? He in did a, all kinds. Yeah. Of for like forty days or frozen. something. 
And, like, the, the thing was, like, as far as uh, he would still get water and, like, um, he was able to pee through, like, some sort of just whatever because, like, uh -huh. he, can't, he can't abstain from that. That was the frozen in the block one? Because I remember he also got buried in Central oh, yeah, Park. Okay, he was that, buried alive in a coffin. Uh, he was, and that's he, the one where he, he was talking about how problematic it was when he had to poop and pee. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, like, uncomfortable to pee in public because everybody's always, like, watching water, yeah, him. The only, yeah, the only you know problem, what I'm talking about? The magician? The only problem David was... David Blaine? Uh, like, the crazy... He's incredible. No. Yeah, no. He's, has, he's, like, very, like... He's, he's like, the most famous... He said someone's name for other like than some, like some Houdini, author, but like on really? fasting, yeah, like, like current times, he does like the most insane stuff. Well, I think stuff. I've heard he of him. He's probably relied on that information when he's doing he's all really this like thing. He's really like viral. I've never seen anything like that. Joe Rogan had him on it. He said he did too. Like, um, how many days did he say he went without sleeping one time? Where he started hallucinating, like legit hallucinating. I don't remember the times, but it was yeah to the point where he said no hallucinogenic, no hallucinogenics, yeah, hallucinogenics could ever create hallucinations like this before wow like th this i've heard the same thing but it was this girl she she was awake only for two and a half three days but her physical exhaustion was so extreme because she was running at the same time oh yeah the one that ran the entire thing and beat the second place person by like, by a like whole eight day. nine hours or something <laughs> yeah. like that courtney yeah <laughs> incredible yeah. but she was seeing like these little smurf creatures out yeah. in the wilderness oh, yeah. playing ukulele she's a female right and yeah that, uh, versus the male second right yep yep that's, that's awesome yeah, that's, that's <laughs> she could have totally took a nap enjoyed herself jumped in the water and then finished the race <laughs> And then no she problem. took a single nap that lasted like I think four minutes or something like that. And then she minutes. took another one that lasted twenty-one minutes. Yeah, but the, yeah, like didn't you ever see no, the tortoise one minute. in the I'm hair? Sorry, it was you ever one heard minute. of the tortoise in the hair? Like, Actually, you don't lay down and take a nap. Yeah. The, the turtle, you sleep too long and the turtle overcomes you. Yep. Slow and steady wins the race. I told that whole story while I was up doing the three peak challenge. I recorded myself telling the entire story in my own version. Because I had nothing to do all day long. So I was just yeah. talking to myself and in my own head. Yeah. For That's 18 why hours. I can't, like, picture myself doing something like that because I hate that. Would like, you do it? Being, I, I love definitely got to do it. Because you hate San it. Jacinto. Dude, what exactly? What it's Wasinto, it? it's Baldi, and it's Gorgonio. And it's up to you, however, you want to make the physical challenge, but you can do it in three months, three weeks, three do days. What exactly? 24 hours. You need to hike to the top of the mountain, oh, just go. then come down and hike up the other one. I thought you were saying hike, like yeah. a, a marathon. That's what I'm Basically, because it's, it, like, it's 40 miles. Oh, but like all together. All back to back, to, or sort of. 40 miles, 12,500 oh, okay. feet of elevation gain. Oh, so almost just a little under it's two. Basically, <sighs> like marathon. if you start at the Hollywood sign and you walk to Disneyland. And at the same time, you're climbing up 10 Empire State Buildings stacked on top of each other and then coming back down. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I don't have time for something like that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no. I did it in 18 hours. You have to <laughs> it wasn't even a full day, bro. No, because like, I definitely would approach that with the sake of wanting to train for that first. Yeah. And like, the thing is, that would be, I mean, I guess you could spend a whole weekend doing it. It's just, I don't, see, my schedule, I see it like being do you very. Do you do any physical training now? Not enough for something like that. Yeah. Absolutely not. But, like, what I do now is, like, you know, my, my goals right now are more fixated on, like, work because I need to find a new job. Zane knows this. I talk about it almost every day because, like, our current job, like, he's been my replacement, and so I'm still there. And so I'm trying to, like, find yeah. something else in the meantime. The baby's growing up and kicking the big bird out of the, out of the nest. The big like, brother. I'm doing all your work. What are you even doing here, Gabe? No, well, He's we're over there we're eating actually, ramen. No, and we're actually low on work right now. That's how, Because like, we uh, caught up so much, because now I'm good. No, we were already caught up and before. We're all, 
Yeah, and we were starting to get busy, and I was like, oh, this is about to be that busy time of the year. But it hasn't been that busy as much as it is in previous years. So that yeah. plus a new guy in CAD is just like we're on top of everything yeah. all the time. So that's just, I mean, it's kind of like, it's nice because, like, you know, we're for not the company, late anything. But then also we're, he's paying for people. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to start by so first to stay cutting busy. back a day. I'm going to start <clears throat> skipping Mondays so then I can have Mondays be my day to, like, one, do some more independent work. Because this guy I met through LinkedIn, he wants me to do basically my job, but for him, just converting these PDF drawings into DWG files, which mm-hmm. is what they use on AutoCAD. So I'm like, that could be nice, because then I can have like free hey, time to do that. Yeah, because like well. right now I stay after work an hour or so to like just do. Because well, you don't own the program. That's the thing. That's yeah. the other thing. You're using. Uh, the, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> get it though. So, but uh, I <coughs> just now want like I wanted Surface Pro Six on eBay like a really good deal this one that has 240 gigabytes it's like valued at like 800 something bucks but i got it for 510 and so it doesn't have the charger or the keyboard and so mm-hmm. even with those things combined it's a great deal so i'm very happy with that nice but once i get that then i'll be able to get autocad <coughs> and then put it on that and then do that at home so i don't have to stay late every day yeah freelancing endeavors is the way to go <laughs> yeah because i need because i also can use that time to like look for other jobs and because the thing is, I don't want to start another job that's not going to be, like, more... Well, it's got to be step forward. Challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because the thing is, like, right now, like, our current job, it's... I was I didn't even go to school for this. It was just, like, anyone could do this job. Yeah. Like, I didn't anybody. even go to school for this. Yeah, it's just Although learning I, I how to... I did learn it It's just school. learning how to do AutoCAD, and then basically <coughs> you're tracing drawings. Mm-hmm. Pretty much it. And then plugging in values when you need to. It's like a video game. Anyone but, can yeah. do it. Yeah. But, so anyways... Just learning software. Plug and play. Yeah. yeah. And that's like <coughs> what most of my new, because I want to, I have like an, my FE, which is the fundamental engineering and electrical engineering. And so with that, I can work at a company that requires an FE, train under a PE. And if I do that for two years, then I could take the professional engineering <laughs> license exam and I could become a professional engineer. Yeah. And that's like the goal, I would say right now. But more so, I just want to get somewhere where I can start learning experience in electrical because I've been doing nothing but. HVAC yeah, so stuff. help me do that project with Arduino. <clears throat> yeah. Once I like get everything set up with all my stuff coming in and like more situated with like the freelance work. Yeah. That's when I'm gonna start committing Mondays to doing. Well, anyway, what were we talking about before that? Mount Baldy. Mount Baldy. Doing the Three Peaks. I don't. We're all in a right relationship now. now. It's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did in October and it was perfect. Um, but those freelance gigs are nice. But we were talking about October, and we were talking about oh yeah the I Ching. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So American I was I, so I called he called me up on my birthday and asked oh no he said happy birthday, and then we some, of course I somehow got on the topic of the I Ching. Oh oh because uh so okay so Terrence McKenna was talking about these sixty four day cycles that that things the novelty happens these novel events happen uh, on every 64 days or at least so i was like if i wanted to measure this and actually test if this was accurate i would have to pick a very extremely novel event that you seem as novel no not even just personally but like it could be something yeah global Mm -hmm. oh yeah right but also because because our individually we're part of the universe our our personal events as well as the global events yeah, should so there, be synchronous. There's novel events. That's what I'm saying. It's happening all at the same time, all together. Cause yeah. may, something may not be happening right now for us, but in another person's life somewhere else, it totally is. Yeah. It's like or in a way that day. we don't understand yet, it could be novel. Yeah. 
anyway, so I said, all right, I'm going to pick a novel day, and I picked the first day of the riots. Which, when the was LA that? riots. What, what uh, March? March. It was like 20, or no, 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 no. It was, it was 64 days after that. That was that was the closure. Oh, no, you, you that picked, was the closure. I right. picked the day, first day of the riots. Uh-huh. I extrapolated 64 days before that, and it was the government closed down mm-hmm. to the day. That's the day the government shutdown started? Yes, for the crisis. In California and oh, where? Like, there's a lot of different countries. U.S. In the California. Okay. Yeah. Which arguably has implications for the entire world. Yeah. California alone. But anyway, I don't know. Then L.A. riots. Four days after the riots is when? My birthday. <laughs> and then it wasn't the 64 after and that it, was and it, and it was not another just, awful almost novel event though. almost it's, right it's like yeah. damn it yeah. he lived like another couple, year like a handful of days off or wow. something like That's three years but that whole weekend we're going to be up in seattle you're going to be doing yeah. your weekend uh retreat, retreat to josh what date is that yeah it's uh october, october 7th or something that weekend 10 11 12 in the first weekend of october so that should be the next novel event at least I don't know. Which is the next Native Quest event. I don't know if my birthday was that <laughs> novel. It's global. I don't know. There's yeah. synchronicities everywhere when you start looking at yeah. like in, when in you start, then you're like turning into a schizophrenic, like super mm-hmm. coming up with like are you seeing like messages and license plates and like oh yeah, angel yeah. numbers. You can get a yeah. little bit too heavy into that. And you're like, is it is it real? Maybe. I don't know. I saw a ton of fours on the way here. Oh no. Not sure exactly what angel number Justin is. Thinks, Justin thinks four is the most unlucky number, but that's usually in Asian cultures. And he says... Uh, I had a dream about sevens last night as well. Sevens. I'm going to write the fours and look it up later. Four, four, four. I don't know, but I don't I don't think too much of numbers. Even the number 13, I think, has been unlucky, right? Like this but I like being synced up and being in tune with the universe. It's even weirder when like words sync up. Like, you'll hear the same word or person's name three times a day, just mm. out of the blue. Or have you ever done I've that thing up people recently. where you were in high school, and then you just kind of see a new person, but then you see that per- same new person, like, throughout the whole day? I remember that happened, mm. like, randomly select times when I was in high school. It's because yeah. I was, like, a senior. Mm-hmm. And, like, the thing is, only one time that I was like, who is that? And I asked someone, and they're like, oh, they've been here. And I'm like, mm. really? Okay. I mean, I didn't really talk. I wasn't outgoing to begin with, but, like... I just thought it was strange because like my routine didn't change but then this person was just like appearing everywhere throughout my day mm-hmm. or maybe i just always ignored them i just don't really pay attention but then but you saw them once and then you were able that to same pick them day, out did I you end up four talking to times. yeah no, no, no. Like i think that, when people are more prevalent and you notice them more i think that's no i didn't talk to that's anybody. a nudge for you to go ahead and speak to them they someone's, may have a message for you someone's calling that phone who is it is I it jt know. uh jt's surfing right now thank you you could be calling me, but uh, yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> on the edge of the board, hanging his toes on the nose, baby, <laughs> having such a good time. But yeah. Oh no! Mm. Fuck that. We don't do that. No, I don't know anybody in Dallas. But yeah, they would leave a message. I was able to sync up with someone last week. You know, it was to my benefit. Well, I remember being out of whack first, and I just felt out of whack. It wasn't connected to my source, which is God for me. And kind of just every time I'm not connected to my source, I notice myself not being able to speak um, coherently, not able to get what's in my mind out. Just by yourself or to somebody else? With myself or even when I'm communicating with somebody else. It's just trouble, blah, blah, blah. It's 
stumbling over my words. So I made it a habit to spend like some extra time in my devotion and my prayers and worship. And I think that's what sinks me back up, connects me back to the source. But anyways, I was driving my truck in Cyprus and then I had this thought of this person and she knows me from when I shared my testimony last year. And she is a spiritual life coach for a lot of people and I greatly respect her and she's got an amazing wow. online community where she just shares positivity. We haven't, have we met her? I don't think so, not yet. Oh, okay. But most likely when In things start future. picking up, she'll probably be around. Huh. And I was just thinking about her and thinking about how much she puts out there through her clients, through her social media, through her um, newsletters every month. And I was like, this girl probably needs some help. Like, I have some extra time on my hands. Maybe I can create one of my cool little collage images and share that with her for her wow. newsletters. So I was like, okay, I'll message her tomorrow. Tomorrow comes, and then she makes a post about, hey, I'm hiring for a job right now. Oh, okay <laughs> i already like yeah. prepared for this so are you ready to i'm ready to interview right now oh absolutely <laughs> that's i just like kind of that regurgitated way more synchronous than i thought it, <laughs> it was that's perfect that is it and right then i there. had the interview so the funny. next morning she's like okay it was friday she's like i'm gonna go ahead and call you on monday let you know if you got the job or not she ends up calling me like two hours later before her next interview saying you got the job <laughs> what? Why, why did she yeah. even do that? Like you got, you got it. Like I'm not, we're not like, gonna bullshit she here. Like bring people into her office and like. Well, it was all virtual. Let me see your resume. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I know, dude. It was what? a great conversation. How? Let me ask you. How old is she? It's like a part-time How? thing. It's not like a job job. Yeah, it's like what you described. You're it's gonna help her with like promos. Exactly. Yeah. Six hours a week or something That's like cool. that. That's... But it's paying for my rent. Whoa. It's like just Whoa. enough Better. to pay for my rent, wow. which is what I was thinking about a month prior. I was like, I need rent money, I need rent money so I can go ahead and prolong because my whole situation at Sean's house is going to switch up soon. Oh, it is? Yeah. I'll still be there, but my sister's out. Oh. Mm. So I'll be taking on the majority of the rent myself. So, oh, okay. Oh, I see. Yeah. That was the deal? Yeah. So I it was going to be a nice little side hustle. Because you guys have your own rooms. Yeah. 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 Uh, so who's gonna, who are you going to try to get in there? Um, so it's Sean's sister. Sean's sister's moving in. Switching which sisters. It's <laughs> taking Nikki out. Unfortunate. Sean's, but then, then you're not. She's not paying rent. You have Sean's to pay sister's not. Oh, I see. Yeah. So you still have to pay it. Yeah. Even so you I'll don't be taking care rent. of mine and my sisters, but hopefully working uh, on a deal where I pay a little bit less than what we hopefully. already are. Wait, wait. You, you're paying Nikki still after she leaves? Hopefully not. But why would you though? That's what I'm asking. Because he wants the same amount of money. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sean still wants regularly to save money. for renting yeah. out his rooms, but he had two rooms to offer, and now he only has Exactly. Because the room that I originally was taking was a guest room. Oh, so if I see parents came or somebody came, I was on the couch. Gotcha. You know, so that I didn't really pay Because you and Nikki didn't stay in the same room. <laughs> no. That makes a lot of sense now. No. But yeah, that's still unreasonable because he should have either had like a set price for each room. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the thing, like, you see like a friend, like a, exactly, like, a best friend. You, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. That's why high, that's, so it's a little. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, things yeah, it's were working out. It's important <laughs> to establish that like as much as in advance because like Oh, absolutely. It's like obviously both parties want one thing that the other doesn't want. No, so we're going on a hike or something soon where we can talk about this. Okay. Are you going to go biking again? <laughs> Mountain biking maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I saw the results of that one. Yeah. It was. It's more what, did you eat shit? 
Every time. Every time. It's not even just me, though. Sean is the one who's, like, supposed to be experienced. I imagine everyone who even starts doing that, you can't not fall down. You're literally going. You're trying your best just to not fall. That's what you're doing, going down there. You're, like, hyper speed, and you're hitting all these bumps and rocks. Like, how could you not? I totally went over the handlebars the last time I went out there. I feel like every time you go to the rock, I always see someone eat shit. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a gnarly place to yeah. mountain bike. Every time yeah. we went, someone did. I, thing, I never usually see that, but then when you guys came at one time, someone did. And I was just yeah. like, uh-huh. that's where you went, though, with Sean? Yeah. I was like, that was my hey, recommendation. Sean, I have it's a really spot. awesome place to take you. That place is, like, not big. Wait, so how far of a drive was that? Because like where city minutes, you live right? in right now? Well, it's Buena Park, so it's only, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. Buena Park? Yeah, it's right up the street from me. Fullerton. It's Down like the 91. Two cities away. Beach Boulevard. Yeah. Oh, okay. Our but it's time? like right next to Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah. Yeah, easy peasy. Knott's Berry Farm is in Buena Park. Yeah. I feel like, I, tend, I mean, I've been there before, obviously, but I just imagine, I just think of that place as like farther in my mind, but I guess <sighs> with, it's, with traffic. Um, out of nature. Yeah, traffic that's what at, on rush hour, but there hasn't been traffic because Lately, home, I think yeah. traffic is back on. It's definitely yeah, it's back in action. Oh, but yeah. I am a further, I'm further away from nature spots, which is kind of a bummer. I did love my San Pedro spot. Yeah, dude. But I mean, I was away from people when I was at San Pedro. All at I have, now all connected. I have is the rock in that kind of area. It's a change which of resources. Nice the grass is always green on the other side. Like now, now you have resources somewhere. and people. I know. So I've been like res- give and take. Yeah, and yeah. I've been appreciating what I do have here. And every morning I make it, so I wake up. First thing I do come to mind is three things I'm grateful for. As soon as I say that, say a couple affirmations, then I go to my backyard. And then that's where I do my wellness and my meditations and breath work and everything. But See, yeah, that sounds outside. way not here. getting to go to those places all the time makes them more special. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree like, with that if wholeheartedly. I wonder, and I maybe, but I wonder if I had grown up like in a place that was like really immersed in nature like if i'd Hawaii want if i'd have the same kind of mentality to get out in nature like for me it's like it's always been a mission to get out and yeah. it's but still something that like i really have to do like it's like a personal goal like yeah. now it's like part of my my person if you're born into it it's like your birthright like you deserve nature like it's you don't yeah. have to think about getting out to it mm-hmm. it's right. a part of your life well i think if i was born into it like if i grew up in hawaii then at my house would have to be immersed in nature all my life. Because there's no way if I was immersed into it as a kid, I would be okay with living out in the suburbs or in the city or something. Mm-hmm. But if, if it's you hard to say, though, because you never know what you'd be thinking if you grew up in it. Because then you're just like, what if you're always curious of what this is like? Yeah, like, no, exactly. Because my, my dad was grew up on a farm. Yeah. Um, and my, my dad mom did, too. Yeah, my, both of them, mm. they were tired and of they farms. Hate they farms. hated it. Uh, so they moved here. But there could be giant. other factors as well that contribute to that, you know, just uh, uh, just because of their personalities and stuff in general. Like, well, like okay, like my grandpa would take my dad out, uh, hiking, camping, fishing, hunting. My dad hated all of it. He oh, what? from the get go. So he's like the ex- almost polar opposite of me uh-huh. in that regard, because he just wanted to be like in the city hanging out, like. Because yeah. to him, and I can understand from his Luxury. point of view, like how cool this place is. Just mm-hmm. to someone who's grew up in Buttfuck, uh, Norco, yeah. Corona area, like this like, is the place well, to be. That like, nature, though, I mean. It's like when you see. <laughs> 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 no, but it's just a farm life. But it, no, it, it was pretty natural back okay. then. It was super undeveloped. I mean, oh, it's still okay. it was pretty undeveloped, and there's mm-hmm. the river. But but then, 
they always went on trips and everything. My grandpa's a hunter. Interesting. And then every time he would say, see, like, the city, your dad, then you'd be like, oh, man, like, that seems so much more efficient. Like, there's so much other, like, things that, like, seem like make life easier there. Yeah. There's independence. Hmm. Yeah. I kind of see what you're saying. There's like, work, at least being on the opposite spectrum of that. Available. Like, growing up in, like, Cyprus or Hawaiian yeah. Gardens, where our front yard, literally in Hawaiian Gardens, was an alleyway. <laughs> where bums would walk by and take a piss right there on the alley wall. <laughs> the so you would thing appreciate natural. Yeah. When my mom took me out to the beach, the beach was like the greatest place in the world. Anywhere with a tall tree was amazing, and I do appreciate it more. And I think that's probably why I have such a longing to be in it because those long periods where I was away from it, all I thought about was immersing myself into it. So as soon as I got my vehicle and got my license, the only thing I wanted to do was immerse myself into nature. Explore. Because that's where I belong. We want to explore. Yes. Yeah. We want to get out of our situation and explore different yes. situations. So even if you, yeah. it was the opposite, you're, like my dad was still doing the same thing. Yeah, he's, exploring he's exploring this. Yeah, he would, he would take my mom out to all these different places, show her everything. Like mm. he knew this place like the back of his hand. Like, But yeah, you would appreciate it more. Like I... I dated a girl in high school who lived at the beach and hated the beach. <gasps> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. On like one of the short, like the, wow. like the, yeah. Like what, what ocean view. Called? Ocean wow. view. What? Yeah. She's on a hill, but right in Newport. Yeah, it's and it's walking like, distance to the beach. It's like, she hated the beach. That's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> she that's just wanted so to be crazy, somewhere Because there's so many people who dream <clears throat> of having a beachfront house. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. I, I would love, that would be gold. Beach. That yeah, would be gold right? if we moved. That's what my to the mom beach. and dad are gonna do eventually one day. My dad just loves fishing, so we'll yeah, it's perfect for him. House closer, yeah, so yeah, somewhere down in like uh, San Diego area, maybe I could see them down there. Maybe San or somewhere yeah, on the way like Encinitas or something. He might want to go somewhere more mid California, yeah. just so he can go oh. up or down. Oh. I like the mid part too, because then you can get more like land up there too. That's so boring. I don't know about the land or anything, but I want land. I just want an entire ranch, and y'all are invited. Anytime. Arizona. Well, there by is the coast, a lot of, preferably. Oh, yeah. Well, well good luck. But, okay, by water. <laughs> so it doesn't have to be by Build the coast. Lake. I can built, be in Wyoming or Montana or Idaho. Idaho. I hear really good things about Idaho. Man, yeah. I have a lot of lakes there. Is it possible Absolutely. to build your own man-made lake if you have enough money? Uh, I think it's probably environmental restrictions. Like, you cannot just fuck up the environment You can't just hit a well? Bad. Yeah. No? You can, I mean, you you can, can make a well. well. That's, that's, that's different. Like... That's not going to turn into a huge-ass reservoir. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is if you have just water in a hole, won't that eventually just evaporate or go bad? Like, you would need, like, some sort of source. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the so, well. It's tapping into, like, yeah, an Yeah, so the well is what's supplying it, sort of, almost, right? Like, yeah, but you would... You yeah. have lake, and then this is the tiny well, and you just have a connecting thing so that the water is always... That's not a well. That's a irrigation line off of a lake right you're, you're saying if you made your own lake though i have no idea what i'm talking about i don't know what you're talking about either <laughs> dude yeah though my grandparents have a half acre out in arizona 30 minutes from the grand canyon gorgeous wow. it takes a while to walk across the property even uh -huh. just a half acre wow and there's wildlife that you can see they, from, like, it's, really a, it's a working ranch that whole property yeah and all the animals will walk across that's, their that's amazing property line. yeah that's kind of something i'm thinking about just being completely immersed like nature like, my home is just a part of nature. It's all harmonious. Anybody can come. Animals welcomed as well. Like, a whole permaculture setup where I'm mm. doing my best to live off the land. I'm sure it's not going to be completely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they currently have a whole solar farm yeah. that powers the whole house. It's the same 
amount of appliances, if not more, than what I have in my house. Mm-hmm. Well, because they have a huge freezer. They need because a, they need to keep yeah. a lot of food, because they don't go to the True. grocery store that often. Because the nearest store is like two hours away. So it's a huge fucking Ooh. fridge. Yeah. And the fridge yeah. is probably the most power hungry. Absolutely. Um, but so like, they, I, I don't but need a lot. Infrastructure. So they have no, the you would need less. You would probably, yeah. you, but um, air conditioning, like, they run all that on the on the power, but they also have a generator, gas generator. Yeah. The only thing they don't have is a well. So they have the only thing they have to do is they have to go get their food from the nearest Costco, which is in Flagstaff, uh-huh. and that's like an hour drive. Hmm. And then um, they get water delivered. They to get them. water delivered in a Got truck. It. Yeah, I would need a water source. The, yeah. the yeah. type of truck I just imagined is like that one from Holes that the guy drove. You know, with like yeah. the like thing that's basically, basically yeah, that. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah nice. it's all dirt roads out there. <laughs> Yeah, but cool. if they, you can pay to put a well in to your property, it's if you're just not, expensive. yeah, it's really expensive because it's trial and error. But too. like, if you're rich, like <laughs> you might as well because it's self-sustaining. Oh, or absolutely. if you have money you have and water? you don't need anything to buy anything well. else, why yeah. wouldn't you get that? Well, didn't yeah. they look up the prices? Because then you're off grid, and then you don't have to be worried about being provided for. And I think that's what this whole entire pandemic situation has made me realize. <laughs> the government's not always going to be able to take care of you. And you oh, talked about community well. earlier. Yeah. It's like developing your own sustainable community. Go ahead and take care of yourself yeah. and then the people around you. The and I would like to go ahead and take care of as could. many people mm-hmm. as possible. So, yeah, Arizona's a good place. Yeah. Because there's a lot of land, desert. Yeah, it's I'm beautiful. not set on the location, <laughs> but I have the idea. Mm-hmm. I feel Have like you're going to end before? up at... Uh, yes, I've been to Grand Canyon a few times. No, it was like the green parts of Arizona. I have been to Sedona. I've been to... Yeah, I, I would say Sedona's so. awesome. I want to go to absolutely. Sedona. Let's go to and Sedona. Now that again. I learned more yeah. about the vortexes and the energy yeah. fields and meridians When I went, world, I was with my grandparents and my grandpa right was there. like, you don't actually <laughs> believe any of that shit. Yeah, absolutely, I do. <laughs> I said nothing. Uh, Whatever, yeah. I mean, that's the pyramids. That's all, like, the great, um, the Stonehenge. The all links Texas. up at all the meridians of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm going to Machu Picchu. I'm going oh. to Machu Picchu this year, and that's another meridian point. And I plan on doing an entire ceremony there. I didn't know that Machu Picchu had, like, was built on top of an even older civilization i did not did know you hear that, that either no you, am i'm not telling you that right research. now yeah you i guess when you go there you can see the difference between the types of architecture wow like you realize that it's there's something much older there interesting what if they just decided you know guys this is our this is our style now we're just going to build over what we previously did and have this style now like that's very possible maybe but yeah but you can tell that one was laid down way older than yeah. the other. yeah that's always interesting too like how do these ancient cultures how are they attracted to these sacred places and these pinpoint spots in the world? How do they know this is where I want to build? This is where all the energy focuses on. Here. I think maybe it was just it was already collected there. It was like it's already where resources were. It's where people already were. Probably has something to do with the stars. It's some kind of astrological. I mean, that's how the astronomical. I believe Orion's. Orion's belt, like physical belt, there's the three stars on yeah, there. Yeah, those three, right? That's that what line the, up exactly um, with the pyramids, the pyramids of Giza. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking how. So anytime you there's time of the year, yeah, they'll point exactly. I don't know if they do now. Down, as I in think like from do, any yeah. perspective you look at. No, so that when you're in the bottom chamber of the Great Pyramid, you look up and it lines up, and directly. the light of those stars shines down oh, to like the middle yeah. of this area whoa it does some sh- and it's like I, they think it's like a calendar system and you can wow. predict yeah. straight up like events that are in it 
That's insane. fucking crazy. It's only it's only every once in every while, right? So yeah, but they fun. know when it's gonna be. It's all yeah. charted out. Like, whoa! <laughs> I think that was a Stonehenge too. It's a solar. And or it's a calendar. There's a, all those theories that the pyramids are like just one of the later oh. civilizations that they built upon the knowledge of some even yeah. older cultures. And that's funny. You say later, and it wasn't even the Egyptians who built it. Like they came there, and it was already there. Really. <laughs> Yeah, the Egyptians didn't build the pyramids. Was it, wasn't the older Egyptians' kingdoms? Wasn't there multiple I, layers I of the Egyptians? I don't about think this, it's connected to that them. They're not I the don't original know. creators. Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't it? Is it true that it's um, it's mirrored where it's a the? Have you heard that the the um, the pyramid is on top right, and then it's like another mir- a pyramid like mirroring it on the bottom, so it's a tetrahedron. Oh, like you can go <clears throat> down? It's a full I know there's on. canals inside, and you have to go down to get back up when you go into the chamber. And how the chamber's built, I think it's pretty precise, too. And I believe that's also a calendar from a book I read. Okay, but the Flower of Life? Yeah. Okay. Let me see if it, on the walls of the pyramid. Ooh, it is seems like Lake Powell or something. I love it that when I open up Google and it shows up those beautiful spots, I'm like, hey, I'm in there. <laughs> like, I've actually seen that That's screensaver cool in real too. life. Cool. Yeah. Well, now that I've been adventuring out and exploring my life. Oh, gosh. I will take some in there someday. Yeah, I, d- I didn't offer you water. I'll get you some. Oh, I have some water right here. Oh, you have some. What were you talking about then? I didn't say anything. I heard thirsty. everything you said. I can hear images. Where is it shown? Whoa, that looks crazy. No, what the heck? No, no, these, right? These are inscribed into... Oh. Right here. Right here. These are inscribed into the walls of the Great Pyramid. And there's two outside, of them. The They're exactly the same. What happened? I clicked on the thing. Maybe oh. it'll tell us about Hidden it. Hidden indicators. Oh, Inca. That's insane. Yeah, they're, they're, they look like they were done at the exact same time. And, like, they're exactly identical, and they didn't have the wow. tools to do something like that. Hmm. Someone did. So, no, it's, they couldn't find any, uh, like, at the time, they couldn't find anything. It's pop, but engineering-wise, I think is totally, like... Oh, there's all kinds of theories. Burned in with a crystal, maybe? No, no, no. That's what I, I was know, thinking. Like a laser? Yeah, it burned no, in. it's not even that. It could just be something as simple as, like, the most... But brilliant engineer perfect, look at these perfect today circles. could have easily Damn. been the same type of person however many million like these years are ago to like a ridiculous level of like precision like they've measured but what i'm saying but think about if you had like something that was spaced apart right like you have a, a needle Whoa. and like connected across by a line is another needle if you're making something the other one's gonna be yeah that'd be cool that, but regardless they did some crazy yeah shit. i don't know it's if so they had the technology to go ahead and do it because even inside the pyramids it is so smooth and there's like the the structure on top of the ceiling the lines in between like you can't even stick your a quarter between yeah. them that's how precise it is it's and there like was nothing there they to had go to ahead carve and... that like or something yeah well, it, it couldn't have been hand carved to cut it, through solid right. rock like that and each one they don't is know like how the two pyramids were made. i'm just saying just because we don't know how it was made doesn't mean that it wasn't possible well, at obviously that time. it was possible because i think it. about how there's been civilizations where they've had some in some ways better technology than what we currently have but the it's way just, we no, haven't exactly. rediscovered that technology the way in that it was done could be way crazier than we could ever imagine it could be some alien shit with all oh that my, with it, this literally says intended to bolster the false idea that aliens came to earth in ancient times what 
Oh, I'm just reading about it because here. Oh. Ugh, your mouse is awful. What? What do you mean? You could bring it all the way over to you. This is totally. No, it's just because you're blocking the thing. Oh. Um, some experts, believed by some experts, to be inscribed with Autry's stain. Oak. Ochre. Ochre. Oh. <laughs> it's a type of wood. That's moss smoke. <laughs> and then I was just. Don't get. <laughs> And how they got the yeah. ideas was interesting as well. They're they have not been. How did they get? We mean the idea to create to create it. Like it, listen, how listen, to come listen, into listen, their listen. mind. Listen. These beautiful geometric Definitely shrooms. Shut up. Definitely. These beautiful oh. geometric codes have not been etched, painted, or carved into the hand rose. What? Oh, these are false. Up here paper. it says now the Thrive makers have publicly admitted that the claim about the flower <laughs> of life being burned into this into oh. the atomic structure of the rock is false. Recently fact checked. Oh, wow, all these things. So what? Oh, so what so some out? guy, Greg Braden, in his book *Awakening to Zero Point*. We're on oh, page, Greg Braden, he's he says these beautiful geometric codes have not have not been etched, painted, or carved into the hard rose granite walls. Awakening to zero point? That sounds a lot like uh, time wave zero. Sort of. Well, they're. You should look into well, him. He's interesting. He says they are flash burned. He quote unquote flash burned into the stone through a process that is not understood today. So that is just. But I'm, I mean, my but it says there's absolutely no evidence that the design was flash burned into the stone. Yeah. Whatever that means. So what? Nobody evidence? knows. It's so, basically oh, they what still they're don't saying. Know. Nobody knows. Yeah. That's oh, what they I'm still saying. don't know what's done. It's not carved. It's not painted. It may That's not one be person's interpretations of what he thinks could have been. It's just like an, an et, like a uh, stencil, and then it just goes fume lasers, and then it's just like that's now in the wall. If you uh, took the stencil. Yeah. Off. The flower life, the fact that even just the flower life is there. Like that's yeah. a whole. It's thing just crazy. In I, you know, I think it's because like these shrooms. ideas shrooms had to come into around. them. Shrooms. The same way we see geometric patterns now, people still probably saw yeah. them when they took shrooms back then. Those are universal patterns, exactly. The li the universe works with those. Well, the Egyptians, who knows if they even had shrooms over there in that part of the world? They did. They totally they did. They, they had psychedelics. There's forms of something everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be. Yeah. Because I don't think they're like. If we were just listening to this on the day where mushrooms, they're not even. If, if you were to look at their like structure that what makes them like a species you know of like they're not they're, they're not as close to plants they're closer to humans because they can they consume oxygen and then like exhale co2 they mm. don't like breathe in uh our co2 and then breathe that's out oxygen true. like plants. that is true they're so just un uniquely different that they're like a whole nother species i do and i recently learned about that huge one oh, in oregon yeah, we were talking about, no yeah m uh, m mushrooms are a giant organism that's yeah. like a mind and yeah. it has all these interconnections just like the internet yep and the part of the mushroom that we eat is just the penis <laughs> or the flower Weirdly coming enough. off the it's entire the, it's the reproductive part of the yeah. mushroom but it, the whole underground system is underneath is and it, it communicates like neurons I heard it covers like 60% of the earth or something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, I the think what, was, it, was it to Joe Rogan was saying today that the trees use it too to communicate? Like Absolutely. Like the whole thing is... Mm. Like well, that's what happens with deforestation like in Humboldt is they would cut down like huge ancient sections of trees and then these other trees that aren't even close to this section would become affected and start decaying and start dying wow. because they Whoa. feel that damage oh, and that pain man. from the other trees. Oh, and these man. ones would be affected. It's, it's all. There's an interesting it's video I just avatar. saw the other day of a Venus flytrap, and there's a Venus flytrap here and a Venus flytrap here, and they had a wire stemming from the root system here going to the root system here, and they were explaining how 
all these connections, how life is just connected. So he would touch the Venus flytrap here. That signal would go down into the root system, travel through the wire, and then this one would be affected. Even though he didn't physically touch this one, it would start to close anyways wow. because of Wait, how connected with, everything with, is. Um, a wire, like a copper wire? Copper wire, yes. So they Going to the roots of, like, electricity oh. just yeah. traveling through. That's the way we, and that's how that neural link, But that's how we're connected as well. Yeah, that neural link's going to work by using yeah. little signals, electrical signals totally. through our brain wires. I mean, that's our nervous system is in the whole electrical system. Bioelectric. And I was just reading about this, too. Like, feelings are electrical. Belief and... That's why, I, like, the Bible's connected to all of it as well. In the Bible, it says, pray earnestly and believe that this has already happened to you. Give thanks that this, that what you prayed for has already happened to you. So it's like really feeling and believing that. That's electrical current happening through your body, traveling outside your aura. And that's wow. how the manifestations happen. You no, know, it's like, I think concurrently as a, a copper wire that's connected to a battery and then just to something... When the current's passing through, there's current going through, but at the same time, there's an electromagnetic wave that's mm -hmm. happening, and that's something we can't really see. It wasn't ah. even discovered until way yeah. later. Right. So with the same wave for plants, I think it's like just because there's some sort of connection, people think, oh, it's it's able to send its like its energy to it. No, but it, another thing I think is happening on top of that because there's already a connection to mm -hmm. begin with, even without the wire. Right. That that just allows like a like a, a stronger connection. The field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just the it's electromagnetic just, field is what's created through the, all those move, move, all that electricity moving. Yeah. Even though it's weak. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sure if you were to put like uh, a meter across that wire that connected the two plants, you wouldn't see anything activity with like the current. Maybe a little bit, but that's just natural anyways. But uh, there would still be things happening if you touched one, the other one happened. Like something yeah. wouldn't be happening, yeah. but something would still be happening, which it would mm -hmm. be more inexplicable. I, I would wonder. So there's a hard did. wire and a. It's Not like electromagnetic, but then gets also translated to like life energy somehow. Maybe that has something to do with it. I, was like, mm -hmm. I have no idea. This is a theory. Interesting. Anyway, this is a connection between the flower of life and uh, the I Ching. I think this is like uh, Metatron's or like one of the, the parts of that you can draw from the flower of life. And this is, look, that's, that's Osiris. That's your little pineal gland up there. Okay. The hieroglyph from pyramids. Oh, yeah. This is connecting everything. This is, these are, uh... It's true. When I'm opening up my pineal gland like that and I'm shooting out the top of my crown, I am with the, everything. <laughs> and these, these are the fundamental eight hexagram. Or how many are there? Infinite One, two, conscious three. versus yeah, finite eight. conscious. Conscience. And then there's infinite unconscious on conscience versus... Finite unconscious. You need to move the microphone over. This is. Oh, yeah, that was pretty far. Dude, yeah. this. I've never seen this before, but this is very interesting. But this. Uh, who. When was this. When was this created? Like, who created. Like, what. The ancients created it. But from. We don't know. But they've taken from many different sources. Because no, they're all. That's these a, all show up across all these different cultures that geographically. No, but I'm saying the symbols every single symbol there is within every single culture or it's like this one like is there, taken you, see, these are, you see the relationship between the, all the wisdom yeah like the, they're all the systems are connected well even though they're like they appear different they're all basically the same sort of interconnect uh, the I flower of the, okay so the flower life multiplies just like the I Ching does it starts as one and then splits into two then two to four six 
uh, 4 to 8, 16, it multiplies in the same ratios as the I Ching, as, mm. it, cr as it generates. And then I've heard that the human consciousness is the thousand-petaled lotus, which is the thousand circles on the, uh, the flower of life. Like, that's how the feedback systems um, build upon each other in those ratios, and then you have higher levels of awareness. So mm. everything generates from the flower of life. So even a rock has a, a, re a natural frequency that when you yeah. hit it and it re resonates, that is a level of consciousness. But then as you, so everything, re ha a natural, that natural frequency is our consciousness now, but it's so complex and so many levels built on top of itself, but just doing the same thing over and over and over again. And is everybody able to kind of connect or feel that outer ring of the thousand petals? Like it's all one fractal. So it mm. starts as one original fractal and then fractalizes out to every form of ev every everything. So it was just, so it, the, each, the I Ching actually can be traced to all the, the lower functions of DNA. I didn't even notice it was You know how there. DNA has two strands mm -hmm. that, that are in a perfect yeah. helix, right? Uh, a double helix. And then it uses four chemicals. So you start with two strands, with each has two, chemi uh, two chemicals, thymine, guanine, adenine, and cytosine, right? And then the way that you combine those four chemicals creates every possible um, DNA combination that will ever exist. Mm -hmm. You can actually account for more genetic diversity in the entire universe than could ever play out. Only just with those four, four chemicals. Wow. There's four. There's only four chemicals there's in the DNA. Four. I was thinking of this. I was like, why? Are like why proteins, or I can't remember I exactly. Know, but I was thinking, no, it's probably elements because I didn't notice. But I was like, oh, well, there's water, earth, fire, and air. But then these two are water, those two are air, mm -hmm. those are fire, and those are earth. So it starts as one, splits into two, two to four, four to eight, and I see it goes in X and it compounds. So that's and that's what it's saying. It, there's probability with every level of it. And, and it just continues to split the probability infinitely to create all these different combinations. That this image, though, there's so many things interpreting this. I know. Like, look at how, like, the dots right here, they're only lit up on these sides, earth and fire. But that's the finite side. Oh, yeah, light and dark. That's the basic yin and yang, see? Mm. It starts with just that single polarization of the one into light or dark. And then if you can take those and split them into polarizations... And further combine them in different ways. You get so the opposite count of everything. lightning is lake. Dude, we can play like rock paper scissors. Water and lightning, <laughs> heaven and earth, mountain and air. And earth, These are fire, opposites. Air, lightning, polar opposites. These are all the polar opposites. Yeah. Well, you can even see how like stream and heaven. You can combine those to create air, or stream Wait, and earth. What? What do you mean? Like a sh heavenly stream. Oh, with like the lines on the each. Could be like the air stream. Because mm -hmm. like like wind. If yeah. you combine like the uh, say, say say this was like zero one zero and this was one one one, if you combine those two numbers, you get that number. Well, so what? Look at this number. It's zero one zero, and that is one one one. Where did you see that? The line. Oh, zero. That's what dash, it is. It's dash, binary. Dash line. Yeah. And so, if you were to combine those two, heaven and string, you get air. Because that's a one one one. Whoa. Actually, we know what you would add the bottom one. But okay, well, regardless, there is know, a binary saying, aspect to it. But yeah, but because also, there's so many things to just interpret from this one image alone. That's so the, the famous, stared that for the, too long. the really famous mathematician, Pythagoras. Leib Leibniz. Leibniz. Yeah, he 
literally looked he loved the I Ching. He loved he studied that shit. Came up with binary he code. His body. He invented <laughs> he invented binary code from the I Ching and created computers. Oh wow. From the I Ching. That's where he generated like all that the ancient computer. Hmm. No, he, he's a modern, modern guy. How, what year we looking at? I'll get it for you. Jamie, pull up a uh, Leibniz. <laughs> Zane. I don't know if that's how you spell his name. Leibn Leibniz. Leibniz. 1646. He was in that time period. Oh, yeah, so very recently. Yeah. <laughs> he invented. He, he, was, he invented binary code. Wow. Which eventually became Polymath and what we're using important computers. logicians, mathematicians, mm -hmm. and natural philosophers of the Enlightenment. Yeah. The Enlightenment. Enlightenment. What thing. happened yeah. during the Enlightenment? What sparked all of that? What sparked it? Yeah. Uh, what was the oppression period before? That was the medieval times, right? The dark ages. That's the oppression. That was when light was invented, Renaissance? I think, right? What? No. Light? light was invented until the 1900s. What, do you, but what do you kind of light? What type of light was invented that made the, in, the enlightenment? No, it was thought. It was it was that they, oh, yeah. they, they were doing so well as they had surplus, and then people were able to start focusing on arts and on sciences. Ideas and thoughts. That's the Renaissance period. Yeah. Not the Enlightenment. I think they, that it was. It's the same thing, isn't it? I don't, I don't remember this part really well. Yeah, I don't school. know. It's a history lesson right there. But any, regardless, I you based U.S. history. Regardless, the keg of computers. The World War your I. iPhones are based off the of I Ching. So wow. if that gives it some more credibility, it's ridiculous. So yeah, it's just natural patterns and the way the universe functions f fundamentally on yeah. its at at the source, right? Mm. And then it just fractals out into everything. So it really is all connected. Fractal. There's no separation anywhere. It's all the same fractal. And it just looks like we're all separate, weird things that don't belong together. Because we don't see the connections. Mm -hmm. We don't see that it all actually fractaled out from the same thing. Right. But even science, you could, you could follow from the, the hydrogen, no, first hydrogen atoms, and even before that, all the quantum stuff, like, to the planet, or to the stars, to the planets. To, you see, like, it's just compounding on itself, creating more complex ingredients to make even more complex things things out of it and that's what we are at the end of it we're at we are the big bang at the end of it right now yeah when we eventually mm -hmm. like go online with all the robots and everything it's gonna seem like another big bang to like yeah. the new consciousness yes yeah. alan watts says it's like if you took i don't know if it was spaghetti or no, like a paint or something and you threw it at the wall and you see look at the center of the the splatter right it's just solid right and then it's as the you move, move outward to the uh -huh. edges it starts to get to these weird patterns and they continue to split and split and split, and they get more intricate and complicated until at the very end you have all of these different little individual splatters, huh. right? That's us at the end, connected to the source, coming out of the source, sort of thing. Mikey, wow. let me ask you. Yes. You, you heard him mention earlier, like, the Neuralink thing? Like, the, the thing Elon Musk is kind of working on right now with... Mm -hmm. uh, Starting off originally as a way to help people that have disabilities, like Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, uh, like maybe no feeling in their hands, like paralysis. Okay. But like basically a chip with um, wires that they would surgically implant into brains to mm -hmm. help. Because you know, like the only thing that prevents those things or like that causes those things is like lapses of just connection in your brains, right? Yeah, the wires the goal aren't is to so put he's wires to fire those connections yeah, up he's, with the neural link. He's just like replacing those like dead ones or whatever like brain neurons or brains that don't work with like live wires so basically it's gonna be able to work. 
That sounds terrifying. So but like, yeah, I'm sure it's much more like safe the way you like. But is he able to also mess with other connections that are all oh, happening yeah, in the body the, as well? So naturally, if you yeah, look at yeah, the extreme okay. of right. that, right? If if you can really like produce anything in the brain. But so, anyways, with this idea, the goal is, well, the, the projected outcome yeah. from a lot of other people is oh, this is the how we're gonna eventually all gonna be able to like know each other's thoughts and then like because we can upload then everything that is in your brain mm. if there's a chip it can then become wireless and then like projected and data yeah it's like because uh. everything that we think is data and so, so it's coded and then you code it and then you can simulate you can take that code in and reproduce it wow yeah. it's a file it could like have access to your eye your um like your eye just vision in general so that you can see things without actually seeing things like hear things without actually hearing things like it basically creating reality in your head that's everyone if it gets to the point where like that's gonna be a thing would you embrace it or would you no. not not at <laughs> no, all not at all you you gotta, i feel like it. i'm already connected you i feel like i'm already synced up to a lot of people i don't think i, told I would you. need I told you. anything <laughs> added to me my whole goal in life is to get away with any outside influence but i don't you, i don't want drugs to go ahead and get me there i don't want I just want to go ahead and get to that place of connection. This doesn't seem natural. Own. Not at all. Well, but, like, you use an iPhone daily to do all of your passions. Like, Think about yeah, it. Yeah, it helps me connect <clears throat> connect myself, exactly. but with, like, these deeper connections with other humans. But they can coexist. Like, so you can do thing. both. Imagine if... Why would you reject this progress of this side of humanity that on a physical like technological side but then like you can use both that's like an ancient technology you're talking about your yeah but there's also somebody who can go ahead and play with it you know like if that's already embedded into me then now there's this possibility there's chance for me to get controlled through somebody who plays with the um, algorithm or hacks yeah. this, this thing true. inside of but me but what do you think oh, a pandemic yeah. is like i'm definitely yeah, and that's why I want to be self-sustainable during this pandemic, and that's what the pandemic taught me is that's why I started a garden. That's why I started teaching myself more things and mm -hmm. started to create more things on myself and become more independent because yeah. I don't want to rely on anything yeah. else did you, to get me there. Did you ever read uh, The Island by uh, Huxley? Uh, I have not. So I think that was the one with the clones, right? No. Oh, okay. I don't I'll know just... what that is. Yeah, he... He basically creates this concept of an island off the coast of uh, some South like, American country, right? I don't think it's South. I think it's on the. Like, I feel like I read this, but I forgot the plot. Off of Africa or something. Madagascar? I, no, I don't know where it was. New Zealand. I don't remember where it was. The world. But it doesn't matter. It's just, it's just <laughs> like it's like kind of like an idealistic island. They're all like they have this uh, modern day Buddhist um, culture, and. Um, but they're also still, like, up to date on s modern science, mm -hmm. okay? And their sort of mentality is they'll just look by sources of media at what the rest of the world is doing and sample <coughs> the technology that only mm, helps them become sustainable sure. on their island, but don't need any additional <coughs> things. Like, we don't like need to have a bunch of... I mean, they might have combs, but, like, well, they don't have, like, super fancy cars just for the sake of having fancy cars. Like, their cars are all just, like, imports, and they're just kind of, like, Right. They're if not they have fancy. a garden system, maybe they'll take the technology <clears throat> of an irrigation system to help. They get solar. Yeah. They, they, like, one of the things they had was uh, a refrigeration, like, a communal refrigeration thing for all of the food there. So that extends their, it yeah. extends their, um, their shelf life of their mm. food. Like, you need that to... 
efficiently feed everybody, right? Yeah. You can't. You have to store the food. But like, they don't have missiles. They don't have a standing army. So, you know. They should though, because we're we'll another country invades. Yeah, and they definitely. You should read it. I think. <laughs> yeah. I, the I'm thing interested. is, I think I had started it. Like, cause Do you haven't. It was. Uh, I think I had. I'm about it to finish the book right now, copy. so I'm down to go home with the book today. Let's I don't listen. know if I have the actual. <laughs> we should listen to I the audio digital copy. Okay. How much do uh, you think the audio book costs? Uh, look it up. Yeah. Cause we can listen to that. But tomorrow. anyway, so they. Yeah, man, it's so good. But they like sample from all of these cultures, and they get the mo- they're really high on the spiritual side. Mm-hmm. Like it's like this like perfect little thing that he worked out, and all of it made so much sense. Like they they found ways to like rehabilitate people who are most likely to be um, serial killers. Oh like, wow! Before they can they, they look at the signs, and then they like they figure it out, uh-huh. and then they go through therapy. And use like common psychology yeah. to go ahead and help these people out. All of these like really breath like, work and different things. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So I was very progressive. Yeah. <clears throat> sure I don't know. Like I do look at a lot of different sources for my influence on wellness. I'm not just because I grew up in the church, and my spirituality stems from you know me believing in God and having faith in God. But I am taking a lot of different influence from around the world. Like my breathwork techniques started from a guy in the Himalayan caves. You know, just doing breathwork all of his entire life. Yeah, and those are the same. A techniques lot of your that stuff is Eastern. Yeah, and, absolutely. And what the I Ching or the Flower of Life is all showing is like all this ancient wisdom is also coming from the same source. Mm-hmm. It just ends up having different faces. Yeah. At, later down the line. And I, yeah, sure. And <clears throat> this whole chip that you guys are talking about, the Neuralink, is stemming from the source. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's just it's, yeah. it's a technology, right? And it can always be used inc- incorrectly, like to abuse. It can always be abused. But then there's also like the other side of that. Mm-hmm. I think that it's gonna be used to interconnect. I'm people. always very slow <clears throat> to go ahead and introduce technology into my life. I I question it. Like oh, yeah. with the face ID, I don't do it. With the thumbprint, I don't do it. With the whole 23 and Me, I don't I don't do it. You're worried about your security, absolutely. <clears throat> of your information. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I that am. is a problem. That's why some people don't want globalization, personal. right? Mm-hmm. Because if you have a totally interconnected system, that means if there's one virus, the entire thing now has the virus. Yeah. Exactly. I, I do. I thrive on my independence. Which, it would be bad if everyone was the same. If we were all the same, like, uh, physical characteristics, DNA, yeah. all of it, then if one change in the environment happens that that can't adapt, that means the whole entire population dies. Mm-hmm. So that nature naturally creates variety. And that's why we have built into DNA this ability to create all this... Ju- Yes, the diversity exactly. it's for survival yeah like a purebred dog is more likely to go ahead and get diseases than a mutt because we have the because it has the diversity <sighs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't thing. go ahead and get the Neuralink she at least not did. right away the thing is I don't think time. anybody would want to get that but, there, he's but I think gonna, a lot of people it's gonna would be, it's gonna be no I think it's gonna be marketed no, yeah, I think a lot of people would I mean well, a starting lot of people want to get the vaccine no, you know that starting off is working it's a much more it's all medical progression yeah because it's at first just to help people who are like like yeah. say blind or have but Alzheimer's. that's just the start of it no that's right. what i'm saying it's how it always yeah. starts but so then eventually it's going to get to the point where more and more and more people do it a majority of people will have it yeah. right so then there's gonna be a minority oh yeah and then that minority will either be pressured to do it or to just be exiled yeah. from like yeah. this thing because because i'm sure it's going to make you a lot more advanced you're gonna be firing yeah right no away. it's gonna make you like you're gonna have google in your head yeah like imagine that like and not it's, only that, it's like it'll get to the point where it's, too much it's on the virtual reality side, right? Yeah. So to the point where you can imagine you can something, in- and it becomes 
what you perceive. Mm. You literally can then invite people into your imagination and show them like, exactly hey, yeah, what yeah. you no, mean. Snowboarding, Absolutely. if you have, like, as long as they have a connection, they can just say, come on over, and you guys can go snowboarding. And the thing yeah, is... that's terrifying and then because then no one's actually, like, but then, going physically but, yeah. but then think about it this way. Experimenting. Exactly. But then, let's take it one step further. So then, assume at some point in time you actually just try it. Because it's not for the sake of it's going to, like, hack your brain and then have, like, able to, like, mind brainwash or anything. But then you're just going to experience it for the first time after, like, it's already been out for, like, 100 years. It's, like, the base model version that doesn't, it's not even connected to Wi-Fi. It's just, uh-huh. like, a rudimentary uh-huh. one. And you try it. And then you see, like, like saying, imagine somewhere you want to go. And so then from what you remember from your memory... Anywhere you've seen that just looks beautiful, you get transported there, and it's like exactly the way it is, because all the information about it is that like it is available, mm. because everybody else in the world that like, so imagine this way: someone's in the Himalayas right now, living, and they see how everything they see with temperatures every morning, they feel it. Like mm. they're gonna be able to like then send those feelings to like this database that then you can access. Yeah. So you and can so you'll, you'll be able to memories. you'll be able to be like whoa, and then you're like maybe you stay there for like a day. It doesn't like the time is irrelevant. But then once you like you realize you take it off, you're just gonna be like, oh, I forgot this was reality. Yeah. Like because I was like that seemed like reality. So you could see anybody's point of view. You could see anybody's suffering. You are living in reality. See, no, no, but, but you know what I, mean? I think the yeah. thing is is like if you're in it long enough, that will be reality, right? You know, if you're if you're in if you feel like you're in Spain in, in 1492, and you and you it seems like it is you believe it is. Are you not in Spain in 1492? <laughs> it's like that. Was a, what that is no, reality at that point? That idea. You are. If someone climbs to the top of Mount Everest and you can go ahead and take on their perspective, I guess you're on the top of Mount Everest. Imagine you create but your then own. Then it takes away that whole training. No, it but takes away imagine that. you create your own mountain. Oh, yeah. And you climb your own mountain, and you feel, and you actually did it, and you built, and you're literally building the muscles. Imagine you get rid of your body completely, and then create a cyber body, right? That's just, you, you forget like about your avatar, real body. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your That'd avatar. be the easiest way to do it. It's just everyone just get then gets this thing yeah, that does it for them. You don't need a physical like body because then you can physically live. You look like now you're in the system. Yeah. And you can you have unlimited potential, just in your imagination to create whatever you want. I don't know, because then you're, you are letting your physical body go, because now you're yes. in this virtual realm. True, but your right. physical so body breaks down I anyway. have a question, though. You have How to do we know we already haven't already let go of our physical bodies? Because this is what we feel as our physical... Like, yeah. imagine right now, yeah. if we're currently already using one. Yeah, that's what is meant by this is a simulation. And we wouldn't be able to difference. Right, and this maybe is, like in dude, what it, what, 100 years from now, or I've already put this chip in me, and I've decided to flash back to go to this day. Yes. No, not even that. Like, what if you're born, and in this, like, that your memories from when you started off this is all just your reality based off of what you've been thinking since you were like born you know like mm-hmm. I mean that's a very like almost it's a strange concept to even consider because it's already a hypothesis to begin with but if that is the case then what we're talking about would be like the natural step up because then like right now it's as if we can't control our reality as much as we would like to we don't realize that we put ourselves in this situation but at the same time I think that like the downside to this reality is also what makes it great because like yeah you need adversity yeah you can't there's no such exactly. thing as instantaneous yeah. happiness see, all exactly. the time imagine you can do anything right this okay so alan watts has a lecture where he says imagine you can dream any dream you could ever uh-huh. want to dream right the first night you would do you would be god you right. could do whatever you want you would imagine yeah. 
the best orgies, the best uh-huh. food, You're whatever, unlimited, unlimited chicken yeah. nuggets. Then you'd be yeah. like, okay, that's a lot of stuff. Right. Yeah. The next night, maybe you would say, okay, maybe I want to have specific. indulge in all the art. Uh-huh. I want to, uh, you know, become a musician. I want right. to be a whatever it is. Okay. Then you get bored with. It. You would get bored with it. All right. Yeah. Then after that, the I next want to day, find right? someone more powerful. Than and you me. have unlimited time. So what would you do eventually? You would say, okay, now I want something that's going to surprise me. I want mm-hmm. something that's going to catch me on guard that I didn't make happen. Okay, right. right? So you create, put some kind of randomness into it. You and then it gets to the point where you say, I want to be, I want to forget that I put myself into a so dream that I can do stuff with. Yeah. I am in control. I want to forget I'm in control. Okay. So I'm going to wipe my memory. Hey, that's us. That's us. Yeah, that so is absolutely eventually, us. I think we came so from the say, source of all-knowing. He, he would say eventually you would arrive at a point where you're basically sitting around having this conversation. Oh, I'll tell you about a dream. Okay. Please do. Yeah, Please let's hear about do. it. I had JT on, and we yeah. talked about dreams. He did. Yeah. yeah. I, I had a dream recently. So, as you know, my sister just had a baby, a baby? Penelope. Yeah. Penelope, right? Yeah. So, she's three weeks old, and I had this dream about Penelope, so in the dream it was Penelope and God hanging out in heaven mm-hmm. and they're looking down upon my sister who is still pregnant and going into labor oh. and Penelope's already grown and she's like this all knowing like she just she's at God's right hand so she's this powerful spiritual being in the heavenly realm the deity the deity yeah so it seems like she's very wise and she's all knowing already. And then she looks down at Nikki and's like, talks to God. This is the one. This is the the mother who I want to go ahead and Whoa. breach me out into life at this time. I want to choose her because she's going to offer me something that I need to level up on my journey and to learn. But also, I'm going to be able to provide her with some information to help her through her journey. And it seemed like Penelope was already far more advanced than Nikki is. But then, obviously, when she comes back down, she's wiped out. But every once in a while, I'll be picking her up, and I'll be staring into her eyes. I'm just like, tell me your secrets. Like, I know you know. Like, don't forget. Mm -hmm. Because I do believe we do come from a place of Mm all-knowing. And we choose the time that we live. We choose our parents. We choose all of this to go ahead and face the lessons that we know we're going to face. We have to incarnate. In the physical world. Yeah. Because that's where suffering is. We have to suffer. We have to suffer to learn and to grow. Yeah. That's the only reason that God created the universe. Because he was bored. Yeah. I mean, kind of like what you said earlier. Eventually, he he wants to feel like he's not in control and doesn't know everything. So he can get a surprise, get an an experience. And he gets to live out life through all of our own perspectives. Yes. Personally and And now there's infinite perspectives to have. Absolutely. But you have to experience them one at a time because that's yeah. the way the nervous system is set up. You only experience this body. You know, If you experience multiple bodies at the same time, it would make sense. It wouldn't make sense to feel all of the bodies at the same time, all perspectives, they would all cancel each other out. Mm-hmm. You have to feel them one at a time. Yeah. You know, it's so crazy that, that you mentioned that dream. Yeah. Because when my sister was really young, I don't even remember how old she was, but she had just like learned how to talk. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't old enough to know about like religion really or and we didn't even practice it that much growing up and Mm -hmm. she like wasn't in school yet she just heard words and was like putting words together exactly like Uh she was still like learning how to like structure her sentences and whatever Uh but she had these ideas and she told my grandma that before she was born she was sitting up with god 
just like that, looking down on the earth. And she said she saw my family, and I'm really close to my sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said she looked at me, and she said, that's my sister. That's Mm. who I want to grow up with. And then it's that exact same thing. That's insane. So when you like start talking about it. I believe it. Mm -hmm. I believe it 100%. Yeah, it really caught my attention when you were like talking about it. Because I'm like, this is exactly what my sister said. That's wild. And she, like, we didn't talk about God in like our household very much. Like, we prayed for dinner, but Uh it didn't really go much above that. Yeah. So it was funny that she was able to come up with that kind of story. Wow. That was like a concept. A child of God. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I feel like children are just so, they have so much wisdom to share and they lose it, you know, as the world takes mm-hmm. it away and strips it away from mm-hmm. them. They take their purity away. That is insane. That I, Mind blown right here. My sister used to say that she would talk to God and have conversations with him. And she has a great memory, better than anybody else I've known. She remembers this at like two years old, three years old, having conversations with God. And then now she's like so far away from that relationship with him. It's it's mm-hmm. different. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. That was a. I'm glad you that shared was, that. Yeah, right? me too. That was very synced up. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Have you ever seen the movie Baby Geniuses? No. Or Baby oh, Genius? I think so. They have big old heads. And... No. It's like it's, it's basically uh, it's actual babies and they're action and heroes. they're like like the footage is actual babies, you know, and they're just like kind of like. Some of them can stand up, like when they're more toddlers. But like the whole premise of the movie is that this company has like it starts off with like six babies or whatever, and they're like just like kind of like um, recording them and like kind of just watching and everything because they know that they're super intelligent. Mm-hmm. Like they know this. What you were just saying is like they have so much knowledge. They know yeah. that they're like geniuses because yeah. like they can like if they want to, they can like just right. kind of like do ra- like crazy mathematical equations or like play like a violin. Like it's just uh-huh. like it's like a boredom type thing. But if they yeah. can only want to, and so but then that's like how the movie starts and then it like then goes to their perspective and they're like they don't speak it's more like um it's just recording them and then um the the voice actors are like kind of talking over when everyone's up like talking but so like i remember it starts with them like just kind of in a circle and they're just like saying oh guys another day another another (laughs) they're they're, like already sound like adults they're just like saying oh i'm already sick of this and they're like (laughs) i was like I was like, just go do some like Pythagorean like um like yeah. an abstract. That will blow their minds. Like, cause like <laughs> like they're talking about as if like this nothingness yeah. is so important to them. Uh, and they're like they're like saying it was like because we wouldn't be able to even really tell them anything anyways. Like yeah. their whole thing is like we. It was like because they can't talk either. They literally uh, can't talk. And as soon as someone does is able to talk, then in the movie they learn they lose all their knowledge. Uh, as soon as they're able to con- communicate, exactly. As soon as wow. they're able to communicate, they lose that ability to like remember everything they did. That's mm. what we do to the kids, and so we, br- we wipe them. And so the movie yeah, is like based off of like there's twins, right? And this one of the twins is in there, and he's like the most devious. Like he escapes like from the place because the thing is they're like kind of held there. It's kind of like the, the people that are recording them and like just yeah. watching and experimenting with them, or like they're like learning from them, like. Uh, the, like, one of the, the the most devious kid there, he's a twin, and his other twin is like just this other kid who's just a normal kid. Mm-hmm. But so then eventually, like they, there's like he, that kid escapes, makes it to a mall somehow, and then like the family that's with the other son is there, and they meet each other, and they switch, and like, uh, fuck, where was I going with that? <laughs> Escape artist. Yeah, yeah. The the one you were saying. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So all the knowledge that they have, uh-huh. and so. No. At one point in the movie, I remember he oh, said, like, 
like the smarter one is now at the home and he's like yeah, this is we nice need to I get to like I don't have to like do anything anymore and then like he just realizes like like just like the family are saying oh how you like they're just being very um, it's like a good family unit. Uh-huh. So like, attentive. Yeah. yeah, and they dad, like the dad is also babysitting other oh, kids as well at that house. So I'm there's other babies there that's just like around yeah. babies, and he's just like, hey, so what's this family's deal? And then like he's just like trying to get like the scoop, and he's like, what are you talking about? Because they're not super intelligent. They're just like normal. Like because those super like the super smart babies are just like very rare in themselves. Yeah. But then like he's talking to one of them. He was like, do you guys know about like? Um, and he starts talking about like you know Pythagorean, like just a bunch of crazy uh-huh. concepts. Like, oh yeah, yeah. There's like, but so, like, well, how come, like, uh, like, he was like saying, so what do you guys do then every day? And, it, and we were just like, I don't know. I played with, like, a frog yesterday. Like, they were just, like, doing something <laughs> so innately simple. And he's just kind of like, and this baby who's supposed to be really Why smart. Why are you doing anything with he's it? He's just yeah. like, oh. And then he, and then, like, I forget what happens after that, but it just goes That's into funny. how uh, eventually the dad, like, because that kid, the yeah. thing is, there's a law with like all the babies. Like, no, we don't. We don't let them know that we know what they're saying all the time, because mm-hmm. like that's like it violates a rule, and so like because that's probably why. Because some of them get kidnapped, and then when they know that they have a lot of knowledge, but so like that kid, he lets the dad know that he understands him. He's just like, he's like saying, yeah. Then maybe if you didn't, if your mom wasn't coming in here, then I wouldn't have to go get milk. And then he just kind of like draws like a cow and milk, and he's just kind of like, what? And he's just like kind of like messing with them, just being like, I know yeah. everything you're saying. And then he's just like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. and he's just like, yeah. he's baby talking to him, letting him know that he understands what he's saying. So then the dad trying to convince everyone that like the baby's story and stuff. But it's a good movie. Hmm. I haven't watched it. I mean, it was on randomly at Delilah's mom and dad's house. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I remember this. That'd and be like, so funny to take on the perspective of a, just a genius child a and looking at this baby. family. Yeah. And just saying, they know a lot. They have a lot of information. But look at the life they live. Like, they're feeding themselves poison consciously. They know it's not good for them. They Baby, know what? what they should do, and they know what their they're skills. Humans? Oh, humans. Oh, oh, right. People. Yeah. They know what skills and gifts they have, yet they're working this job that doesn't benefit them or society. They're just using it to make money. <laughs> they're not using any of the knowledge If I was looking at it from that perspective, I would, yeah. say, I would see, okay, look, there's, there's obviously like a spectrum to awareness and yeah. some people are very deeply involved in the virtual reality and don't even realize it's a virtual reality mm. and some people are definitely more woke yeah like so to the point where like these people will like destroy their physical bodies without any spiritual development yeah. like and these people really got it down you know? yeah see i think i think jesus huh. just going back to the previous like okay. you know how you can have any dream and then like yeah. eventually you realize like you wipe your memory mm-hmm. like jesus was one of the people that remembered that he's god right yeah buddha was one of the people that remembered that he's but god throughout jesus's life he was still getting in tune with that because we do forget uh-huh. and we do lose out Skips of touch like 30 something years because right? there's a lot of time yeah, he where went I'm living out my into life. the forest and did yoga and realized dude he was out there for 40 days on a mountaintop fasting right fasting yeah and he realized that he's god yeah and then the Christian church like the institution that it became an institution tried to make it seem like he was the only one he's the only one that could ever realize that he's God it's the son interesting of God. though no, because I, Jesus teaches that you have all the same abilities and gifts that I have yeah. you're allowed to do the same exact thing as yes. me if you only had the faith that I have yeah yeah and yeah. you're, you're just, you're yeah, I don't think it's like they think that he was the only one. It's just that he was the prophet, no. the chosen one who they was say able to say He's the only son of God. Yes. 
right? But we're technically like, all the Son of God. He's yeah. just the only one that realized it, right? Wait, is that true? I've heard of sworn not. He's one child, but like he's born directly from God of because God. there was no other. Yeah, like because Mary was impregnated somehow. That's by true. As a, yeah. yeah. So that was the and all of these spiritual leaders have. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, a, an unusual birth. They always have. The Buddha was um there from was a like dream. A white elephant. A white elephant. The, I the mother Jesus could have had babies. You know, because if he was born from like a like a think about it this. Yeah, you know, how know. in nature there's um creatures that like. Uh, reproduced by themselves. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's basically asexual. What, that's basically yeah, asexual. Yeah, that's yeah. basically what happened in that instance, right? I mean, there's like the idea, like the story of how like God is like what allowed it to happen. But like, in from our eyes, seeing it with nature, that would have been like a whoa. This is like a crazy thing that's never happened. So this is like a different species of human. It goes against, but then I'm saying what like, we know is to be the physical rules of the universe. Yeah, but then those can be defined all or defied all the time. They can't. I mean, if it's a it's, it's if it's actually theories. a simulation, yeah. then those are just suggestions. They could be broken at any time because they were created from nothing and to begin with. There's no reason why they have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. They just tend to be. Yeah, it's like it's just because the sun tends it's to rise. Motion working that way, so it's not going to go the other way just suddenly. Yeah, and then in another universe, it could be a completely different set of rules. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like that technology that's kind of just out and about and more common that everyone knows about now, like that crazy energy cubes that Bobblezar worked on, and then oh yeah, you know, yeah that's like a that, whole like other that thing. energy. Like Nobody that, understands no that. One, we have no understanding. No but if you were able to use that, you literally break all laws of physics that we know, and you were able to do all of those scientific sci-fi things like force fields and teleportation, wow. and basically anything you fucking want. You're indestructible. You're uh, you can travel across space and time instantly. You have the power of the fourth now? dimension. I'm sure the military they have is. They have, they have yeah. Like they have, but they don't know how it works. Did you listen to that before? Balthazar was like, he in the 70s or the 80s. He yeah, this is a really good podcast because 70s and 80s. This was developed. When no, this was when this guy he he made a rocket out of his car and he uh-huh. was just a unique guy who was like very just he's a nerd yeah. very yeah. physicist just naturally really smart he went to college and all that but uh-huh. the government then like discovered what he had done they're like saying do you want to come work at area 52 yeah one of those places okay. right, right next to it he was and one out in uh santa F- uh, uh new mexico got it and then there's one yeah area 51 yeah, and he they needed someone who was going to be like a little different. Look at it. They needed someone who uh, thinks differently because they had already a certain amount of scientists and teams working on right stuff that came from these crafts. Like they had multiple different crafts. He he even saw one where it was like went inside of it to kind of see where it was. But wow. what their job was that him and this, his partner was to just they had like look at the he says there was thirteen the there's thirteen different like um, energy like kind of devices. And the one they worked on was, like, separate. And they weren't allowed to share any of ideas. But, like, they can only look at the ones that they were supposed to be looking at. Uh-huh. But then they went they, on the craft because they were like, we need to know, if, like, how it was placed in the craft. Right. Like, so that's why he was able to go see it. But but this thing, he said, would, like, if you wanted to press it, you can't press it if it's on. Like, it's, like, it's the... Mag- like, when you try to put two magnets together, you can't... Oh, the closer wow. you put them, the harder it is to push them together. And it was like that. And then he was like, and then if uh, we used it to, um, if we would, like, if it was on and then... I think he said it... It generates its own gravitational field. Yeah, which it's like we don't know they how that's possible. We thought that gravity only happens when you have a lot of mass right. and it pulls in space time. This uh-huh. thing generated its own ma- gravity insane. from and a power source. Thing. This unknown. thing that he described d- 
doesn't exist to our knowledge, like anybody's right. knowledge. He said but, everything about it was an imposter. And then the thing is, everyone thinks he's an imposter. But there's been so many things, even today, that have now been yeah. proved that everything he was saying was true. Like, yeah. Like, even to the something like, he was like, I remember we had this, like, hand scanner that would scan us into the door to, like, let us in if, like, because we have the access. Yeah. Was, and then when he s- explained that to everybody else, like, not at the facility outside, uh-huh. they'd be like, what are you talking about? That's, like, doesn't exist. And he's just like, and then sure enough, that even that device, that model was eventually dug up like 20 years later you know like, some guy wow. who fixed them at the time for the government um like came out and said yeah that was a thing like i fixed yeah. them i know wow. yeah and then so they it, saw the so actual it was all these points backing yeah. up his thing yeah. there's but, just so many yeah it's all just proof but getting back to the because but getting back to the spaceship is insane oh yeah this, this thing was made out of a material that did not they didn't know about yet and, and so it's like a new element and it comes from outside of earth okay this element is not yeah. naturally occurring on Earth. Like, yeah, like one, air, uh, it's element is like it? 140 something. Yeah, but so it like, was. But the the thing was that the properties of it were not found on Earth. But then they were able to recreate it. Like it's on the periodic table now. Yeah. And so, but that they was. Were able to but that was like 20 yeah. something <laughs> years after he, they were looking at this thing. Yeah. They didn't even know what it was made of. Like it's naturally wow. people discovered this new element that was able to be like um, yeah. stable, like that was already. So I guess that's where space exploration comes into play to find these new elements to go ahead and build these devices and products and energies yeah, right because we have to go ahead and explore something outside of the well Earth. like nasa built this space station so that they could run experiments in zero gravity they run mm-hmm. thousands of experiments a day wow. in zero gravity like seeing what things happen what things uh-huh. grow there what things do like all these experiments Anyway, the, so that we can have space travel, yeah. so that we can learn, yeah, just, just to about learn things. as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. The more we learn, the more. Because I think most of like the most common technological things we've used today is just by accident. That stuff that NASA was discovering, like nothing was ever invented on purpose. Most of the time, when it comes to like say like, I think the radio was probably one of them, where they did yeah. they just realized that like whoa, like this is sound traveling across and then the they discovered like, oh. electromagnetic waves yeah it's like there's so many things that yeah. are like that but um but so back to the the thing so this spaceship because they're trying to understand how this things work yeah because because then they can use it whatever they just mm-hmm. want to know how it works they have seven of these things that they've discovered and he says that some of them they've had they're like ancient like they found them in archaeological yeah. sites oh my. Like, like they've been around a long time they are time. so old like when they discovered them they were already in like say the pyramids or somewhere and yeah, like probably those just... probably those what do you call them the synchronicity points throughout the world uh, meridian points yeah they're yeah. probably there if i had to guess that's but, insane but with, yeah, so that's is, probably yeah. where you were talking about the flower of life engraved onto the pyramid it's that probably, was probably it, that, that's what i'm saying it's already whoever had this power and it's just something source. that was already here yeah prior it was just it's just not known but this guy all he knows is just what he saw and they yeah. broke him up into teams of two and they only allowed to talk to their partner and try to make development on this very one specific part of the ship mm. yeah and so but he got no, to, it, was, it was like a, it was like a full-on block like a block that contained amount of energy just energy source and they're all different shapes and you said you had to turn it on for it he said yeah he said when you removed some piece out of it the whole thing would then be able to be on in there like what they saw as on state well it was like a full-on yeah i was like i don't remember that part oh i just remember they got inside the spaceship and it was for someone who was like half his height so like a small person and they're smaller Mm. too and And he said everything inside was as if it it wasn't like panels that which you put up or we like nails it wasn't assembled it's it's all one one piece. piece There it's was like no as if right the structure angles. was like kind of like imagine on AutoCAD you know how you can kind of design something with like the the, the drawing and everything and you just kind of like paint it and it's all just there yeah. as one that's how the whole thing was he was like there was no edges it was all smooth it was like there yeah. was, it was it's nothing wow. not only that though there were no wires yeah 
There were no wires connecting really? any of the components. There were no really components. And so when so you the energy was just able to travel without yeah, any when connection. Yeah, someone would put the thing in the ship, it would then just be able to, if, if they knew how to use it, to then be able to travel, like use the ship. And the thing is, they would run experiments with the ship. So like uh -huh. they figured out eventually how to make the ship fly with those things. And the guy's inside it, and they're able to talk to him this with a radio. Yeah. And that, again, is another impossibility. Like They shouldn't be able to talk to him through this thing, whatever's happening. So that's like it didn't make any sense. Yeah, because signal traveling through like, the way it did. The eventual yeah. ex extrapolation was that this thing isn't actually in our dimension. Mm -hmm. It's actually poking through from outside of, of this like other space time. It's like they, the analogy they used was that like, if you shined a laser pointer at the wall, Mm -hmm. and the cat tries to catch it, right? It's a projection onto this reality. It's wow. not actually in it, and that's why it's able to travel between all realities. Mm. So it's out. It's totally next level. Like yeah. That's insane. We have, and it just got stuck in our reality by some... You know, it traveled here. Well, no one knows. Well, yeah, nobody yeah, knows. We don't yeah, know. He they, know. They probably don't even know either how nobody they got knows. there. But well, I, when the, how it ended was he um, eventually... Like, cause he he took his friends out to the desert. He was like, well, "We're gonna go here this night. We're gonna see it." So all of his friends went out and they saw like the ship flying like out, far, cause they went probably somewhere in the mountains and just camped there. And then they uh -huh. were able to see on the nights when he knew that they were gonna be like doing test flights and stuff. He like they all saw it. And so then eventually he did it the first time and they came back the next time and then they they caught him. And so then since then, like you would think that guy would be gone. Right. But How is he even talking? They like blackmailed him with like showing like giving him they were recording his calls and all of his like yeah, life I'm before sure. mm -hmm. so like they played like this recording of like his wife like cheating on him like on the phone Got it. like just uh, like completely well, just super psychologically fucked him up they yeah. were trying to scare him they raided yeah. his house multiple times and that usually probably worked but then eventually he went to like some reporter who like new york times or what was it um it was in Arizona some reporter yeah. in mexico and he leaks the story because and the guy was like all right you gotta tell me everything yeah. because yeah. you might this, be wiped out yeah, yeah. the story came out in the 80s or the 90s or something yeah. like that and so that's how long this officially came out but then since then this newer guy who's like a filmmaker and everything uh -huh. he's then talked to him and then talked to the reporter and talked to this other guy who all helped to like get his message out they made and a it's documentary. so much yeah and it's a documentary now uh, and like the, is like, this the one you're telling that's what i was trying to tell you about this is so crazy and man. like the, have to watch this yeah and then but and then also because like recently because the way i learned about all this was on joe rogan because george or uh not George. Bob was on the podcast with like the filmmaker guy, and then on the second one, the, he had Commander David Fravor, who was like a lieutenant in the Navy, and he flew ships. And he was remember that video came out recently where the Pentagon released of like footage of like this. It's like a little radar screen. It just shows like a little blip, and then yeah. it just goes like that. Uh huh. That's recently this year after COVID came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. they just like kind of dropped it in there. Yeah. That was no what one talked about. <laughs> Commander, yeah, <laughs> it was just wasn't a big deal at the time. Uh -huh. I guess. But Commander David Fravor, he was on the podcast, too, with that same filmmaker guy. And then recently, he had on the reporter guy with, like, the filmmaker guy. And, and so it's a good... What they observed from... though when, when these military guys saw these things flying, it all lined up with the technology, the technology that was sorted that, that this thing was using yeah. from Bob's thing. So it's, it's all confirming itself. Even like, though they all have, like, different styles or, of ships, they're all using the same sort of power Yeah, source. it's weird. He said the way these ships fly is, like, the saucers, you know, they don't just go, like... What they do is they lift forward up and then just like they're gone. Like, yeah. There's no like momentum. Like build if a jet plane, yeah, just instantaneous. Yeah, there's like, no acceleration. Yeah. They're just at that speed. They That's why, be. like at the ship, they're like saying, "Where did this thing come from?" It's like because mm -hmm. they're like ten thousand feet in the air or something, and they see on the radar that's like close to the sea level. And he said, yeah. from his eyesight, like in the ship, he can see how far away it is. And then he says, at one point, he just remember seeing it like kind of just 
being here and then just being there like almost instantly and but, he was just like and let me tell you i don't do drugs i don't do any of that so like what had happened no was, and all of them saw it the whole wow, team saw yeah. it they were all looking at it they were all like what the fuck is and then going on, on the radar physically it's like because that's the the way radar works is like it's like a sonar you send like a, a, a signal and it comes back to see where the thing is at and if it's moving and you send out a sonar and you get it right there and it gets right there. It's like points to kind of track it. So the guy, the way it, this it, his like partner, moved on, right? the way this moved on like the radar was like it had one point that they were able to see, and the next point wasn't even on there anymore. Wow. Which is like the the span that it's supposed to cover too is like like I think a lot of hundreds miles. of miles. Right. So it was just gone entirely. So like, if it did travel from point A to point B where they saw it next, B that means it traveled nearby. faster than any known thing vehicle. Ever, ever, the other thing yeah. is they have all kinds of cameras and sensors on this thing, um, and they don't see any sign of like a propulsion system. Mm-hmm. Like and all, there's no heat source, like all vehicles, thruster, right? Yeah, there's like a jet plane has a jet, or some right? Shit. Just, just doesn't like push things out of the way to move it. it. Right. It moves some other way. But the guy, and like, I wonder if the energy source is like inexhaustible. Like you can just yeah, keep if going you can create forever. your own gravity, you can create that thing that device. Energy. True, that device was probably what was in that <clears> thing. <throat> I'm thinking it's all like that same realm, like maybe from Area 51, because it's relatively close. If like they're doing off of California coast, yeah, like San Diego, it's all relatively close. And but the thing is too. This also happens in other parts of the world, but this is more prominent from at least what I've seen. But it makes sense how it's like that same type of block source that they like Bob was studying. If like that was in the ship, that's the same type of thing that could power the things to move, which is insane. Wild, wild yeah, you gotta watch wild. the show, man. Absolutely, and watch the Joe Rogan episode where he interviews him. Yeah, Bob okay. Lazar. Yeah, well, the first one. Bob, Bob Lazar. Lazar. Got he's it. Just I've seen him pop up on there before. Dude, he's like okay. that was one of my favorite ones yeah. ever. <laughs> I'll have to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, to find life in the universe and to s- imagine these beings elsewhere. I studied a class that talked about finding life in the universe, and I thought at the end of the class she was going to go ahead and be like, oh, yeah, so we found all this life, Area 51, here's the planet, and, but there was none of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> but maybe be it was because, like, humans are so egotistical. It's like, well, what makes us survive is water. It's basically water. We need to have liquid water. And that's all, it's the only thing we look for when we're looking at all these external planets is do mm-hmm. they have liquid water? Yeah, true. Yeah, but those aren't but even the requirements. Why can't for there other be life? other yeah. life that exactly. makes me out of surviving metal? Surviving off the other elements. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That are just like magnet or something like that. The way Joe Rogan thought, he was like, he thinks aliens are just people, but like far, far in the future. Because you know we've gone from like big brute like cavemen to getting smaller and smaller and then like yeah. the smarter ones are getting like just bigger brains and like thinner thinner bodies because yeah. they just yeah. move less because they uh, don't need to. Yeah. Like that's what aliens are. The stereo are huge yeah. and they're just like kind of limp little true. bodies that don't really need to have it because they know how to live with the nutrients whatever diet they yeah. need and they just yeah. communicate everything with like probably some sort of just maybe a chip on their side of the neck that does everything all of our that's phones computers or like they we use their straight because you really don't need your physical body and yeah we're maybe that's how it. they made the ships fly it's just like something that's in you that's able yeah. to connect to this thing somehow and then it's just it's like telepathy and like all of the above it's like the yeah. weird superpowers you can think of, of like oh, yeah. superheroes that's it's all just yeah that's every time i think about this i'm just like jeez this is <laughs> you know what's crazy too is like if that technology it needs to stay secret, at least to the yeah. governments of the world. Yeah. If, they if get Russia it, figured it out versus the U.S., you'd be unstoppable. You could create a force field. You'd be, yeah. you can, if China defeat, did it, we'd already be used for war. It wouldn't be used to progress our society or civilization. It'd be like be to destroy yeah. somebody else. Exactly. Yeah. If I don't think we're mentally <laughs> at that state yet where we can handle such intense But we're getting there. Now this is the first time in history where we're... before we're allowed to have this information. 
<laughs> so do we have Body to game. have the one world? <laughs> do we have to have the one world government in order for us to get to no, that government? No, government's not going to be a thing. Government's not. Economy's not going to be a thing. We're all going well, to be. Well, we have to get there first. I mean, that's where the world's on its way. Is to the one world government. Yeah, it'll fall away pretty quick. I don't think mm. it would be that easy. Uh, we'd uh, have to get to a mental awareness where we're all connected we're all in unison we're all in partnership yeah. here working yeah. together for yeah. the betterment of the world yeah not for my country yeah well the ai is going to be like is going to decide make the decision <laughs> <laughs> it's not up to us yeah. we've we've had our time oh geez it's either join them they're going to have their own consciousness if you can't robots. beat them join them sort of thing i'm not ready for that either yeah Man, i'm such a stone age person i'm pen and paper this technology and this AI. Well, very... like I can, I have a record player here. I I appreciate yeah. older technology. That we're, you know. Yeah. Me too. Like we still go out to camp and make a campfire. We don't need a fucking campfire. It's true. My whole thing is, what like if I got all my technology stripped away, what would I be able to do if I had no stove? If I didn't have a lighter? If I didn't have anything? Would I be able to go ahead and survive on my own? That's the game That's that God is playing. That's the game that God's playing. He's saying he puts himself in these crazy <laughs> situations. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and have a prostitute mother and an alcoholic father and see what I can go ahead and do. See, yeah, what this adversity does. Yeah. To <laughs> and sometimes it creates the best individual. Am I gonna sink back into the same habit, or am I gonna do something new and different? It's you crazy know? because that same circumstance can happen. And one person will go ahead and thrive, and one person will go ahead and struggle and fall into the, the apple doesn't far fall from the tree. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes all we need is just tired, old-ass soak. Uh, did you see that in I my did. bathroom? It's the name of some soap he has. It's the Epsom salts or something. Oh, yeah. Epson. The bath salts. <laughs> I, I just like, thought of Deep Creek, right, Deep Creek water right away. Uh, let's go back. That's so nice. I dude. am going back let's next go back. month, actually. I'd like to go back kind of, yeah, in the fall. Yeah, I'm going September 12th. 13th. Oh. I'm throwing a Is that the retreat? concert. Is that the, what you were talking about? I'm throwing a concert there. Oh, yeah. I remember you said he wanted thing? to bring, like, how are you going to do it? Oh, JT talked about it? Yeah. He was no, a risk Timo. Man. I remember because oh, he was Timo. saying first about, like, well, he said he had they, power and he had lights be, and he had everything. Maybe I was like, we can get this yeah, in here somehow. It'd be an awesome place. He doesn't have it. Oh. <laughs> he told me. So I think I'm just going to have to go ahead and just dive into my pocket and invest in myself. But in regardless of how, so, but how would you get what you bring in there? Like, I'd have to carry it. So what I'm looking for is inverter generators. <laughs> you would, too. <laughs> inverter generators, I think, is the only way I'd be able to make it happen. In just like Inverter? So they're basically like, so you'd have like a regular 3,000-watt generator, mm -hmm. and it's, say, 200 pounds. Yeah. An inverter generator is it's the same amount of kilowatts or watts, but it weighs half the weight. Why? How is it able yeah, to do what's, that? What's the is cost? it just a bit battery? Or? I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up, but it's just a lot smaller engine. And I'm right that down. Uh, yeah, that's where inverter it's generator at. versus regular generator. Yeah, that's weird. Because I thought you were just going to say it's a generator with an inverter attached to it, which is already. Is it? What does it run on? Gas or gasoline? Yeah, it's just all gas. It's half the weight, huh? Yeah. Is it noisy? Maybe it has a that's little bit of a battery in there too to help it out. Probably, that's probably right. what what helps it start. And probably what needs less of an engine. No, for generator, it, it's like a motion, so it's like, it's like a kickstart to then get it going. Then the, mm -hmm. the yeah, it all has that still that. But can it lever. charge a battery? And that means how it big might the have the battery? You know, can you store that power for later during? You know? I think that's what it does. If you have a solar panel, you 
could have more energy than feeding into like the process of accumulating energy but then you're using that energy that you're saving up to then go back and do it but i don't know it's, there's probably specifications so that whatever yeah. you want to use it for i'm sure you can find something yeah but uh, so i think that's the way i'm gonna have to go to get three of those small but so you want to okay, bring a generator what else so you're gonna do the off-road way to get up there off-road so it's gonna be a mile journey yeah. And I'll probably have to have two or three of those generators. I'll probably only buy... This is for just the weekend? Yeah. What weekend is this, you said? 12, 13 of oh, September. Bro, I'm available. Hoo-wee. I think 12, I'm going... I know JT's not going. When are, we, <laughs> when are we going? Oh, no, that's... Wait, that's September. Yeah, October is the... I'm not doing anything that week. Yeah. I'm not Come. doing anything. October is when I'm going. I'll be a part of this, man. Cool. I want to. I want to make this happen. It's I'll, happening. I'll, I I could bring my solar stuff. Oh, it's happening. Yeah, if you want to help with lights and stuff, I'll help. Definitely, because my mind is focused on how do I power up the sound. Yeah, that, yeah. that's my. It just depends on how so much. What else are you bring for this? It's like so. There's two speakers and a subwoofer, and it's all running. I think 3,500 watts of energy. Uh-huh. So I would need at least 4,000 watts of power for my generators so i'm just gonna bring that and that's how i power everything i'll probably have to buy two and maybe rent one for extra and they're gonna have people bring their own stuff to play so i already have the djs and it's gonna be from 6 p.m till 3 in the morning and there's already like five or six djs gonna be playing music the entirety of this so the whole day. you're gonna go out there on friday to set up yep and saturday and Wait, sunday so this thing's what i went to right yeah what yeah if there's still Dude, that's not, are you allowed I to do that? There's no like. Well, there is no. There's no laws there. There's, yeah, there's no man's crazy. land. I just imagine like if people are camping there. Yeah, I've, I've heard it happen there before. Oh, okay. That's the only. So I was in the hot tub while you guys were hanging out uh-huh. um, at the campsite. You trying to manage? And I had or? this conversation with somebody who's been there before. Oh, cool. And that's where the idea, because I've already had this idea, and then started generating and building from that conversation. Mm-hmm. And then just also just the need inside of me and the urge to to create. Like, I haven't been able to create anything. Like, I've been working, doing a lot of inward work and doing all these practices, but I haven't physically been able to create an event. That's or why do I got anything. this podcast equipment, man. Yeah, that's why yeah. I started podcasting as well, so I can do something intimate. I just, I just think of, like, the one someone just goes to camp like goes to camp there you know and then they're just like oh there's gonna be people who go randomly and they're like, like what, what is, going, is on? going on and like they see something like that's weird but, but then that's they just cool. kinda, i'm okay with it then they go to the yeah. hot springs and then like and they're like they're kind of just like sitting by their fire wherever they're at and then they just hear just loud just music and they're like oh, what yeah. like that's gonna blow their mind oh like, absolutely they're gonna yeah. hear- i would love to be that person <laughs> to randomly show up at a place I mean, that's happened to me so many times when i've been out there just randomly going out to nature and you come across like a meteor shower that you didn't know was going to happen and you come across bioluminescence that you didn't know was happening yeah or i've came across like ladybug migrations <laughs> that was cool dude yeah that's what i i was going to ask you about native quest yeah so i have can you yeah, like it was tell weird. people what it's oh about? yeah Introduce like how does this get about it what is it, it? So, um, Native Quest, but I guess I can start off with, like, the origin of it and how it came to my mind first. Yeah. Um, so, taking it back to my Humboldt days, I went to Humboldt to go ahead, and I thought I wanted to be a park ranger until I learned about all, until I worked with the government. Uh-oh. And then I worked with the government through my school and learned how many stipulations there were, how much red tape, and how uh. much 
there is no creativity in there. There is just procedure, procedure, procedure. Uh, you don't yeah. have an opportunity to go ahead and create. And I'm, I'm all about creating and making yeah. my own events. Wait, in, in becoming a park ranger or something? In becoming a park ranger, I'd have to follow procedure, and I oh. wouldn't be able to create anything. Okay, that's um, cool. But then it's still, like, I knew it has to be nature. And then I developed a – actually used the school's money to pay for me and my friends to go to Yosemite. <laughs> so I, I, I hacked it. And that's all I learned how to hack everything in college. It's, I think I was the number state, state. Yeah, Humboldt State University. So it is a government money. You ended up. <laughs> oh, dude, I've I, for one event in Humboldt, I, was loaned or I was given five thousand dollars, for an event, and they gave me the money. And Wait, that, to do and what And I spent exactly? all of it. No, to, I threw a festival. I threw a one day festival, that hell? was freaking. Huge, dude. It so you're getting epic. So in other words, you're getting experience on grouping people up. <clears throat> yes. Organizing yes. So events. First trip to Yosemite. It was me, my close friends, and then a couple people who heard about it who wanted to join. But not so. But you guys advertised it as like a, a trip to Yosemite. I feel. The school, how I didn't even have to advertise it. I only had Whoa. enough for five people or four people. Mm. So but then how did it. the money come? How did they give you the money for that? Like how was the funding? It was part of a class. It or? was through clubs clubs it yeah. was club money i was involved in a lot of different extracurriculars and a lot of the clubs uh, so i would talk to the presidents uh, and be like hey we're studying this you know we're going to talk to a park ranger they're going to go ahead and teach us something about nature like it was productive yeah and i would sell that aspect of it that's cool and then it happened the trip happened and i was like oh my gosh this is amazing my first time in yosemite this is incredible and wow. i remember walking around at mirror lake Mm -hmm. looking at Half Dome, looking at all this insane natural landscape that was just blowing my mind and thinking, like, this is this heaven? Like, this is out of this world. And I remember having that exact thought, like, this is not of the world. <laughs> this is something else entirely. And then we sat in the meadows, and we were overlooking Half Dome and these just beautiful natural architecture. And I just had this epiphany, and I saw my friends... And I kind of just had those, like a little outer body looking at our group, just saying, you know, they didn't really know each other before because some of them came from random groups. Mm. And here we are just completely integrated and just so present with each other. And it's so beautiful, the conversations that we're sharing mm. and being able to experience this beautiful landscape. And in that exactly moment, I was like, about. I'm taking people outside for the rest of my life. That's what I have to do. And I was like, I have to take people to what open age? their eyes to see this. This was when I was 21, nice. 22, 21. And, and then it just progressed, like, naturally. And then I got a job with the school, literally taking people out as an outdoor leader. And I got to do ski trips. I got to do river rafting, camping. And the school funded all that, and I got to create these Whoa, events for how, people. I'm, I'm so confused. How did the school? So fund I that? was. So like, what was you the know an RA like, or a CA, right? Yeah. So that was my job. I was basically an RA, but for activities, I didn't live with the dormitory with the students, but I provided activities for them to grow and develop as oh, outdoor so leaders. So these students, wow. they, yeah. they already pay money to the school. So they pay, pay money and they pay additional funds to be to in this, this dormitory of this group. Wow. Okay. Right. And so then with that, and that then was me who I, I was in charge of that. Got wow. And that's got where it. I started creating like mad because now I was like, okay, I'm getting paid to create. And I, I created more events than any other staff member at that time. Wow. I was just, 
every other week I was doing something, beach cleanups or bonfires or open mics in the forest, and I would bring all this equipment out there, and we would just have these crazy open mics. In the forest, like the round there? Incredible, dude. I remember I threw a concert at the beach on 420, and it was like the biggest concert at that time for myself. It was only like 113 people. Only. Huge for me, dude. (laughs) It was massive. And that's what what started. So you came home from Humboldt. So I came home, and now it's like, well, I graduated. It's time to go ahead and get an internship and get a big boy job. And... I got my internship, and I've always been somebody who just wants to push themselves and excel at whatever it is I'm doing. It doesn't matter, and I'm a pretty quick learner. So I got the internship, and it was only 200 hours, I think, but I ended up putting 270 hours in it oh, okay. because I really wanted this job, mm-hmm. and I got it. It was free internship? Or like it was, yeah, unpaid? it was non-paid. Uh-huh. Was and then non-paid. you got the job? I got the job because I started doing things that nobody else did. And what was the job, and what was the internship for? Yeah. So it was at a place, Business Expo Center, and they're an event center in Anaheim. Cool. And we would put on corporate events, seminars, and expos. Uh-huh. So that was like that was basically what I was doing in Humboldt, but more of a business um, But entertainment. Setting. You're in the entertainment industry. Basically, yeah. always. Yeah, always been creating and Produ- doing events and event planning. creating yeah. experiences for people, always. I knew that was what I wanted to do. Just the way my mind works, I feel it's very chaotic in here at times, and there's like a lot of things going on, but I'm able to organize strategic plans in certain areas. Like if I have an event, there's so much that goes into an event, but I'm able to really simplify it and create this linear path of step-by-step of how to complete it. And so the internship went well. I got it because I created an event for the whole staff um, to showcase I can do events. And then I started just making sale calls for other members there, and no one's ever done that. And I was like, yeah, I'll take the calls, and I'll go ahead and give you the client once I make the call. So they hired me, and it was great. Like, I learned a lot. Um, I threw some pretty big events, but then I started to get into a state of, like I had a long long distance relationship. I had a production company in Humboldt called like Lost Coast Live and I was doing all these things and it was the events I was making, the concerts and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, so that's where it was based. Yeah, I felt like I was just like there. a like and a you're big in fish in a right little now? pond over there. And huh? you're in Anaheim now? So now I was in Anaheim. Oh, so you moved far for this internship. Well, that was because that's where I was home, and that's where I could be supported through family while I was not getting paid. Yeah, he grew up oh, around yeah. here. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So humble was the far. That was the me escaping. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, you brought all this back. I did. It's like a psychedelic trip. Like oh, it you was. You went into the mushroom. It, and and you I found myself absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's what Clyde Ryder was born. <laughs> okay, so now you're Clyde Ryder, and you coined the term Native Quest. Yes, yes, yes. Well, not yet. So I'm at Business Expo Center, and now I'm getting into this state of. I wouldn't necessarily call it depression, but I wasn't the happy-go-lucky person that I regularly was this place does that, i yeah. wasn't until i drank and then when i drank or was on any sort of substance uh, then yeah. i was like t- able to escape the work life uh-huh. and free myself and then become this person that i naturally was what mm-hmm. age was this now this was 2018 so i was 24 okay and and then i remember just being like really down 
and this was November of 2018. It just got hired at Business Expo Center in September. And just, uh, I decided to go on a backpacking trip, and I invited a lot of my friends to go with me, and nobody decided to go. And I was like, nobody? Okay, nobody. Where'd you go? Like, at this time, like, I didn't have the influence I do now. Like, oh, I drop yeah. a backpacking trip, it's, yeah. ooh, everybody wants to go. Yeah. I can call anybody now. Seriously. Yeah. But at that time, nobody. Nobody. Wow. So where'd you go? All I did was go to Los Angeles Mountains uh, okay. and found a random trail. I had a goal in mind, but I didn't have gas in my truck or my car at the time, so I didn't quite get to where I needed to go, uh, but I found a random trail, and I was like, I just need to be outside, and that's the only thing that matters. So I went out there with a bottle of tequila and a notepad and set up my camp spot and remember just thinking, I'm in an healthy, unhealthy state, and I don't feel well. Where am I going wrong? And I remember being interested in Native American culture in Humboldt, so I just looked at mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. And I just put a mirror to myself and just got real. Like, how am I at mentally? Uh, mentally, I'm degrading myself. Mentally, I'm not providing any good foods. Like, I'm just on Instagram or social media or just looking at other influencers. Mm-hmm. My physical, I'm having a donut in the morning and I'm not taking mm-hmm. care of my body and working out. And my soul is like, I don't even know the last time I went to church. So then I just started to switch everything up. And I was like, okay, these are the improvements I'm going to make in all these areas. And I'm going to start going outside. Like, I feel great. I'm going to start going outside. So the next month, I put my first um, little hike on through Native Quest. And that was just a bridge to nowhere hike. And it was like 12 of us who went from different groups. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, different people coming together and hanging out. And there's this great experience that we shared. Mm Mm-hmm. And and then this is where I met you. Then I was like, okay, well, wait, you guys met at the bridge to nowhere. After, oh, so then I put on another overnight yeah. event. Oh yeah, to Garth. Right. No, I thought it was Garth's. Yeah, you guys went to Garth's. Was that the first time? Yes. You guys might have met before that. I really don't no. remember to be honest. <laughs> I have such a bad memory. So then I heard of this place, Garth's Boulder Gardens, which now I'm like a frequent visitor. Yes, you <laughs> like basically local. live yeah. there. I'm a local. Yeah. People ask me all the time if I do. And I was like, okay, well, I want to bring my friends from Humble. I want to bring my friends from down here and everybody I met in between at this place. So there's like 16 or 18 of us for New Year's Eve. Yo, yeah. Okay. And now I know. Bro, like the chemistry and the fun and experience that we all shared together, it was astounding. And I haven't felt a trip like that before. So after that, I was like, well, I'm just going to replicate that. I'm going to just do it again at a different spot. And so then I chose Big Sur for the next one. And then that was like the first time I actually planned and coordinated everything yeah. mm-hmm. and broke even on the trip as well. Wow. That's awesome. I was like, oh, this is kind of possible. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's awesome. As a, yeah. business, as a business model. As a business model. Because I was trying to figure it out. I didn't if you know. could break I thought even. You w- I, thought, I thought you were able to cover the site, campsite, and then mm-hmm. like... So I remember you even gave me some money once for gas. Yeah. And so I was like, I was very confused about how like money was working. So I was like, was this? Because I didn't, I didn't think about it. Cause well, because you took your own car. Oh yeah. Duh, yeah. Duh. So that's why. Oh, I gave oh you yeah, because because you were oh, a driver. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. yeah. Because I had. It. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, understand this economy, but I'm well, making money. So I'm gonna keep going. I did because like because like I drove. I could still use it, dude. So you got hooked on this. I got hooked on it. 
I got hooked on creating experiences and bringing people out into nature because I saw not only the the conversations that we were able to have and the presentness that we were able to share, but I saw healing taking place, especially on the Big Sur trip. Like I remember one particular person coming to me afterwards and just like talking to me on the phone for a while, I think I know who. expressing, you know, like I have all these problems with alcohol and I have all these substance abuse issues. And this trip just made me understand how I don't need that. The only thing I really need is a community of good people around me yeah. and just pure happiness through just, it's so simple. That's so true. It's just nature. That's all you yeah. really need. It's the same guy I'm thinking about. He's buff right now, right? Like he's jacked. After, I always, it was literally I, after that. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, dude, he's in There's such great shape now. There's two people like that on that yeah. trip. <laughs> so what is it? What That's is, amazing. What is it? What is it now? What? So, so now it's 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 connecting people with life. And I've started to like figure out what that meant through every trip. And now connecting people to life is basically figuring out ways to connect people to themselves again mm-hmm. because we come out of tune. So now when you're in nature, you get to go ahead and take this hiatus from all these distractions and forget all your responsibilities and now just become really in tune with who you are and connect back to what are your passions and and connect back to your mind without any distraction. How many trips have you done now? You know, I've done I've done a, the Big Bear trip I did in February was number ten. Wow. Okay, oh, you so mean 10 like sponsored full on. Oh, okay. And yeah. what was the most people that you had on one of the events? Was that the one? October. It was about 100, maybe 70 Oh, we went to um, Garth again. For Halloween. 70 to 100? Yeah. Was that? Whoa. And <laughs> that one started off on the trip that I went with him. Mm-hmm. At that time, oh, yeah, I just... Oh, yeah, because you were like, like I'm going to do this again. And yeah, I was like, I'm going to do this again, but oh, bigger. The, I'm going to throw a concert. Yeah, the concert. Yeah. Oh, I, and I remember that. just I saying that. it out loud, but not really like... Was oh. that my first Native Quest event? No, you were... Dude, you've oh, been on... We did some beach ones. Oh, you've been on... You've been on a lot. You went your first one in March, being it was a workshop on the beach. Oh yeah, yeah. And then we had you part of uh, Mammoth, and Fourth of July you were a part of it briefly. Yeah, um, yeah. You've been a part of a lot of them. Yeah. And the most recent one in Big Bear. They're pretty. The the one that we went to in Big Bear was pretty. Yeah, that was like life changing. Yeah, seriously. But all of them are life changing. They're so fucking. And that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. they're all life changing. They're like what. I imagine college would be like like most ideal like what I would want out of college. Yeah. Like it's not just like wrecking yourself but like not actually getting to experience like with people that are cool and vibe together yep. like yep. go out places and like It's a unique group of people who gravitate towards the events. Yeah. Such interesting people that it yeah, that all kind of constantly think, pushing themselves. I think it'd be interesting because if you had like a new person who you don't know at very well at all, uh, you, you've had at least one of those people every single trip. I do. Right? Yeah. yeah. See, and so like, and then, now, which and, is and, amazing. And that's how you gauge like the, like, I mean, just the effect of the trip as a whole onto this just mostly stranger for the most mm-hmm. part. But like their reaction is always what? Well, uh, their reaction is. I'm sure they all have something in common. Yeah. Really know like the group of, like because well it's always like if this is what I promise people is beauty like I can always promise you like I put Big Sur out there because the pictures and the landscape is amazing and it's gonna draw people no matter what but everybody who goes on these excursions 
it's they come for the beauty but they leave with so much more they leave with like a deeper connection like i said to themselves and to this community that you're able to create but also yeah. i've been having conversations with people recently who have been opening up their spirituality even on these trips and this is why i this is my ultimate mission and what i'm supposed to do is i'm a guide right and i've been experimenting mentally with what that exactly entails for myself at first it was a nature guide but then there's i have someone's ear for three days and i have a lot of power is not the right word but influence mm -hmm. i have a lot of influence as a as the leader of the trip mm -hmm. so the lifestyle that I get to kind of express, people get to gravitate towards that and take it for just, experiment with it just for a weekend and see how, how they feel with it. And then apply that in their lives and take some takeaways into their life afterwards. Because yeah. it, it seems like to an outsider, to someone who comes into one of these events and sees it, it looks like such an undertaking to try to put something like this together. Like, oh, I mentally... couldn't imagine trying... Like, it seems like you have something that other people don't have in organizing people and finding locations. Oh, I'm working. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm working endlessly because I'm, I'm constantly, and this is my problem. I always find my, a problem yeah, in this. Yeah, I was going to ask, it's like a, like an interjection of like, what do you think you need to improve on? So it just sounds like a perfect It was segue. just trust and faith, honestly, because for the Big Bear one, for example, like I'll spend hours and hours and like countless hours trying to figure out what I want to do for everybody and then creating options as well. So it's not just me controlling the whole group, mm. but allowing the group to have a sense of control and take the trip on their own mm -hmm. because it's always flex. There has to be some yeah, flex. plans don't go the way. Exactly. That you think and I understand that. But you still want to make it your event and like have some kind of guidance over it. Yeah. Like, so it doesn't I, get out of it. And yeah, I should if a guest too. wants to bring like say two handles of vodka and like you're like, I can't technically say you can't do that. But no, but people do call me like dad on the trip or like the parent <laughs> because I'm I'm a lot more responsible. It, on yeah, these I mean trips. you're sober most of the oh, time. No, I'm I saying am sober. for their sake though. It's like I don't think someone who brings a bunch of alcohol on one of these trips is gonna have as good of a time as if they weren't drinking the entire time. Yeah, you don't. The beauty is that yeah. you don't need it. Yeah, yeah I know. the fact that you don't drink helps a lot because that was the promise I made on the trip I went on with Gabe. Is because on that trip, I was, I wasn't even here. You were wasted. I was wasted, yeah. dude. I was blacked, blacked out. out. I was blacked out. I broke my telescope that night. I oh. went into my tent. I <coughs> broke the zipper on the tent, and the wind oh. was just a freaking tunnel in there, destroying me, my friend, and my cousin. Uh. And I didn't care because I was blacked out. I knocked <coughs> out. This was big. But I was. This was the Garth's. first one at Garth's. Oh, oh. I mean, yeah, Garth's. And I was like, all right, you know, for these future trips, I'm just going to be sober. I didn't expect to be sober this long, but... But it was a life decision that you made kind of almost separately, not just because of that, right? It was. Or it that was kind of catalyzed it. It was influenced yeah. by my sister how it started, but Native Quest... Okay. I've had dreams about Native Quest and alcohol, and they never mix. Yeah, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm not a good drinker. Not, I've never been a good drinker. Yeah. I was... Yeah. I prefer no substance. But, yeah, things I can improve on. Um, consistency now as well. I mean, now that I have the opportunity to go ahead and start creating again. Mm. Um, just to be consistent with the creating creations, having something every month. But also having something I can give to the participant who wasn't able to attend. Such as an edit, a video, a conversation, mm, pictures, yeah. things like that. Mm -hmm. To share with people. 
Sit. What was I gonna say? It's been. It's not very often, or at least in my life, that I've been able to see something like this, an organization, like seriously gain momentum, like a fire is starting. Like now, it actually has motion to it, where, you, like you said, you you say, "Hey, we're gonna go here," and then yeah. people know it's gonna be lit. Yeah, it has. Yeah. A, it starts. Like has it, a reputation. It has, oh, it has its own gravitational pull now. Yeah, now yeah. people yeah. want to go. I think the way I see it is like, That's at exactly. first we all have like that pull, you know, to get people to come to our ideas. So you already had that, and so when you started at Humboldt and everything, like you're like you're realizing that you're like, man, I, you just it, it's like, you know, you're able to enjoy nature because you're discovering it and you're learning about it, and then as soon as not you get only a couple, that, but I also discovered the healing aspects of nature in oh, Humboldt yeah. as well. There's so many like healthy aspects, yeah. but just that idea a lot more of um, this this draw. Like, you know, because that's ultimately what you want to do is be able to uh, draw as many in as, as possible. And so I think what, from what I've just, you just told me and, like, how I've seen it all unfold myself is, like, the draw only gets naturally more, like, greater. Like, it's like a ma- mm-hmm. if you're, like, a magnet for, like, people wanting to get out there, you know, if you had effort, you had to, you had to put in a lot of effort at first to even, like, get people to want to go. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so now it's just to the point where, like you were saying earlier, it's like, yeah, now it's like everyone's like, oh, I want to go on the next one, I want to go on the next mm-hmm. one. So, like, oh, yeah. it's almost self sustaining at that yeah. point. Eventually, Once I come up with something. Yeah, yeah, eventually you're gonna have to get to a point where you're gonna need someone else to then, like, help you. Like, oh, mentally, I've already hired pool. guides and I have, I know exactly who I would yeah. need an excursion for myself. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's Because you, you need the right ability to go ahead and organize and leadership as well. And then you need charisma because. It's exhausting. <laughs> it's so exhausting because I have to. This is another way my mind works: is I'm constantly thinking ahead, and I can't help it but thinking of the future. And so on these trips, I'm like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? Um, we have to end this moment right now so we can get ready to make time for yeah, the next one. Yeah, that's a hard like where to draw the line. But the also, so like, say like you you're look- on a downer on a trip. Mm-hmm. Well, that's affecting the entire trip and True. the groups. Um, experience because the, all the energy relates and yeah. it's all interconnected you can tell if one person's just like not having a good time everyone's aware of it and then they're just like not talking exactly. about it or whatever so it's like that's very important to you i'm sure because you're like yeah. trying to make sure everyone has a good time exactly so i i use a lot of my energy and project it on them to go ahead just, and build people up because i have a ton of energy running through me and i make I'm, i make sure to not do anything the day before and maybe two days before and just build 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 but once the trip is over on Sunday, mentally you're just exhausted. Monday, I, I don't talk to a single person. <laughs> I don't do anything. Yeah. I just okay, that makes room. that makes me feel a lot better because. But that, I thought like, something was wrong with me in the beginning. Oh no, that's just natural. It's natural. I, I feel like that's nature it. balancing out, like like just what you, like, I, like I you didn't said. understand it until I talked to JT. The amount of energy you're putting out constantly, like yeah. you can't sustain that forever. Yeah. That makes perfect I didn't sense. know that. That's, I thought I was unstoppable because hilarious. I wasn't used to dealing with so many groups of people. But after talking with JT, because JT's very <laughs> empathetic. So, yes. you know, like, before he knew that ability about himself, he I think he understood. He was able to kind of give off his energy, and people would kind of leach off it and suck it out of him. Yeah, and, and he would just be exhausted. To, yeah. And then when he told me that, I was like, dude, that's how I feel on these trips sometimes. <laughs> you know what's funny is, like, on the most recent one, I felt, because I'm the opposite when it comes to those trips. My goal is to do absolutely nothing and not have to worry about anything. So yeah. like when I'm like laying in the sand yeah. for like how many hours straight, like six hours. Oh my gosh. I was ridiculous. like, because I can tell you were like, we're gonna go, maybe gonna go on a hike or do something. I'm just like, the, I, the amount of energy I felt from you when you said something like that, I'm just like, 
he is in a completely different world right now. Right? Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I was so happy to be where I was, just laying in sand. Yeah. With Aunt, JT said he saw ants crawling all over my body at one point, and he was wow. like, and I didn't even really move. Nah, you probably didn't care. give a shit. <laughs> Still and I hate that. I you hate look that feeling. So happy. I, yeah. I have <laughs> so no happy. idea. <laughs> it's great. Well, uh oh, uh, time to wrap it up. Yeah. I, well, I need to get going. Yeah. Well, fun. like, uh, so I was just gonna ask you. So, what do you got coming up? You have the one in, in uh, Big Bear. Yep. So at Deep Creek, I'm having a concert. It's pretty low key. I'm only inviting people personally on this one. Okay. It's not blasting, just because I respect the place. Sold out, folks. Yeah. Unless you know them. Yeah. Um, and then I have the retreat in October, mm-hmm. which I'm extremely which excited about. Which happens to correspond to one of those 64 day cycles. Yeah. The resonance. It's pretty of. perfect, <laughs> and it's all centered on healing, self love, and connection. Something that people could it's always be bigger than around. I think any experience that I've put on so far. In Garth. Definitely. At Garth. Yeah. The healing aspect is because I'm used to adventures, but now this is just a deep inward exploration mm-hmm. and adventure. How you, so, what's the, the, the game plan though? You're like, however many people you're expecting just to camp for those nights, but are you also going to be doing any like distance hiking there as well? Um, maybe on Saturday, it's an option for people who aren't too drained. I'll have stuff for them hiking. But every day, I the first day is all about healing, so we have an entire healing ceremony with um, someone who will be facilitating who's done things in the Amazon, and she constantly is leading different ceremonies through uh, Sapo and Bufo and all these other other medicines. Mm-hmm. And then yoga, breath, and meditation in the morning. We got sound bowl sessions at sunset, and then we have an aesthetic dance set for like four hours or something at night which is gonna be insane <laughs> there's so many different healing and love and connection aspects to it but it's been basically a culmination of because i've been really grounded during this entire pandemic series mm-hmm. so i was like well i feel great even though the world is chaotic around me yeah. i just want other people to learn some of these practices and take it upon themselves so they can apply it to their life yeah. so it's basically an event where i can share deeper of some of the lifestyle habits that I've developed. Are you like actively looking for investors? Are you afraid to move too quickly? I think I have a problem with uh, having an abundant mindset. I don't know why I do. I'm still trying yeah, to figure that out. Yeah, I mean, because I could see that, like, I feel like that would be dangerous to just receive a bunch of money with it. Like, you could almost lose the little. The aspect of what's there. Yeah. Like the core of it. But I mean, that's, that's why I was trying to say when it gets to the point where, because your pull is getting to the point where you don't even have to try to get people to come anymore. Now all you're focusing on is like to make, to fine tune like the experience. And people would where, want to pay for that. Yeah. Like. And, well, I do want to go ahead and build up the capital because there's different types of people now that I am trying to draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People who want the experience of nature but don't want the cowboy camping lifestyle they want the glamping setup mm-hmm. okay yeah so i've been researching uh, so you'd be able to offer more tents. amenities 
beds. Yeah, because I was thinking about that same thing. Showers. Everyone loves yeah. nature, but I know some people that come to my mind yeah. that would hate to camp. Outside. Oh, I know so many like, people who talk like, to me and won't come on a trip because of yeah, how it's it, set up, it, unless it's Airbnb. The idea of not having a bathroom is like, oh, yeah. like no, I'm not ever. ever and I understand, and I get that, and that's why I put ex- different kinds of excursions on through the yeah. year, some more adventurous than others. But yeah. Because I always said if I was a rich investor, like, this looks like a golden opportunity. It looks really good. I yeah. see it going places. Dude, 2021, baby. I feel I mean, like dude, that's the year. 2020 had so much momentum from 2019. Because in 2019, the whole idea began, and I already put on nine events in mm. a period of 12 months. Wow. Yeah. It was pretty insane. And I stopped yeah. in October. So. And a lot of that is investing your own money. And then, like, ideally, other people are helping pay for, like, say, like, the the costs to stay at these places though right but you're always putting in money for every trip as well right because i'm always trying to build build the experience yeah. and put there's if there's not something i did better than the last time then what am i doing yeah you know yeah dude, that's like a natural any company that grows any investment you want if your company it doesn't grow then you shouldn't invest in it cause absolutely it, everything has unlimited potential for growth yep. yeah yeah i'm honestly surprised that it hasn't blown up already <clears throat> you, I mean, I could easily see you on Airbnb, on, um, you know, things like that, on yeah. app-based technology with a, a model that could support billions of users. I don't know. I've seen it. I've seen it done already. But really? Like, yeah, there's an AventureAid app that Adventure kind of allowed Aid. people to create their own experiences and make money on their own. Uh. Um, that's how I started, too, was being on the app. But... It, I don't know. For some reason, the app is no longer here. Well, I mean, I, I had that alarm because I need to get going, but you guys don't have to end. I just wanted to say because I need to like get going right now. But this was. These are only getting better, by the way. Yeah. Like, the same way this is growth, like, these are only yeah. getting better. This is I don't number know. six, He's, I think. No, it felt comfortable. Yeah, it's like. Which I, we haven't just, even. We don't have anything, a platform to post it on yet. I well, I can help you after. Well, I figured you'd want to put this one up because we talked about Native. Oh yeah, so. no. I, before I even, yeah, no, of course. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> no question. Give me that. <laughs> yeah, I think I, content, content, content. Oh yeah, because you're actually saying content. Yeah, because I thought about this podcast, but in the terms of like, I just want to be able to just to be doing something consistently, just for the sake of yeah, like content, not necessarily for the sake of the doing quality it, like, like gaining something from oh, the content because in doing it that is what we're I, like gaining because you know this is like hey you just have to start their quality it, will build yeah, yeah. Exactly. i've never done this better at like yeah. talking to people interviewing people like it's the way i saw it is that i was already having these conversations with my friends so exactly. i might as well turn it into something that people exactly. can listen to yeah and, and that's it it's just it's the same conversation that we always have it's just you're time capsuling it so someone else can listen to it later yeah mm-hmm. but there's so much wisdom that gets poured out and so much vulnerability that gets shared yeah it's great to share wait so let me ask you real quick are you are you, are you guys gonna be done now or no because i just want to know as i'm leaving that's up to mike if you oh, want okay. to keep talking well, i think you guys should still keep talking because like yeah I'm, we, we can talk, talk about anything yeah. <laughs> but but well, in that being said, I just want to say thanks, Mikey, for being our third this is guest. I think no fourth. It's so loose. It's pretty loose. Yeah, like, there's no structure yet. That's why it's like hard to like. Because I'm always I'm usually a structured person with like analytical thinking. So like I, when it comes to when we first started, I was just like, can we have an intro? Like, we, what are we gonna say first? Start off, and he's just kind of like, it's already uh, on. It'll and, come. and then Zane's like, well, it's already on. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Well, like, what okay. you do, uh, I can talk about this after. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, this was 
wonderful. Like, this is what I want to try to do every time with the guest is just them to like talk and open about what they're most passionate about. And so you're like the perfect example of that. I'm very passionate. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I do know that. So you'll find me at some trip coming up. But uh, yeah, Bowdy. Bowdy. <laughs> That's how cowboys say goodbye. That's how we've been ending the podcast. Good. I'm happy to hear. Anything else on your mind, Mike? Anything else Did you uh, want to bring to the table? Um, I do like the idea of creating as much content and putting it out as possible. And I've been thinking about my inability to create these events lately. But then, like you said, you develop the podcast so that you can sh- still share and create something with people. That's so interesting that this crisis like, affects... like exactly what your your whole passion like yeah definitely and i was being like a little baby in the beginning of it i was all pissed off yeah um, but it's, it's like almost like a good thing it is a better thing because now i've learned how to virtually create and go ahead and do more with content and realize how much the content uh how important it is and then i used to worry about numbers and things like that like oh how many people is this going to reach but then I started to realize it's not so important about the numbers anymore. If I can literally influence one person from listening to this podcast, watching this video, going on this trip, that's all that matters. Because my lifestyle has completely changed from from 2019 to today. It's been where I've started to go ahead and progress in this new direction. But before 2019... I was uh, a stumbling fool <laughs> with the left yeah. shoe on, you know, because my right one was gone. <laughs> you know, I didn't know where it was. Uh, if I had any money in my pocket, it was going to substances, and I didn't care about food. Mm-hmm. Like, I would, I'd be willing to go to sleep hungry and so I can have a beer. Damn. Like, no yeah. joke. You've and come this, definitely a long way then. Yeah, dude. <laughs> a long way. But in 2019 or 2018 when i got saved i often think i went up to the altar and decided to give my life over to the lord and surrender right and invite him into my life to go ahead and provide me with assistance and give me a helping hand to navigate life because it's so uncertain and it's difficult i think i've done a good job before that with creating things like i did the festival and i did all these events but i've been able to do so much more with him by my side and with peace so I often think, what if I was like the only person that day who got saved? That's all that matters. You know, there may have been 2,000 people there, but I was maybe the only person who got saved that day. That is all that matters. Because through, my, through me being saved and me deciding to change my life direction at that point. It was a seed. It was a seed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's all I've been thinking about is now I'm a farmer. Mm-hmm. And all I'm trying to do is plant seeds. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried so much about the flowering and the harvesting and how much this or that. That's not up to me. You trust the nature of it. That's it. Yeah. And I accept and gratefully accept, accept whatever bountiful harvest I receive or non-bountiful. That's an awesome yeah. way of putting it. Yeah. And that's right. where I've been lately with it just planting as many seeds as possible and i think that's what the content enables us to do and some flower more than others and this podcast you know just kind of grows 
because I started one with Animals of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, is that still going? Yeah. You're still doing that? Yeah. I'm doing one with JT soon, hopefully this weekend. I, I want to redo. I was uh, not in a talkative mood at that time. Oh, really? Yeah. When I, I, call- I was so excited about doing it. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was still good, but it was a cool setting, too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, maybe I was just beginning. tired. Just the beginning of it. Yeah. Well, so this, what I do before my podcast, and I make my guests do it, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, the breath. <laughs> Optional. Mm-hmm. The breath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what we did. The breath work and the prayer. Because it's basically, the breath work is there to get me in a present mindset. Mm-hmm. Then the prayer is there to go ahead and place my intentions before the podcast begins. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm present with intentions, it doesn't matter what comes out. I've already a, surrendered. Did we do a prayer? I don't remember doing a prayer. I always, yeah, I always, uh, oh, okay, I'm well, pretty sure. Maybe I, did. I should go watch. It. I don't think I actually watched it. Yeah, I think it's up on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, it's like 40 minutes because some of it got cut off. Oh yeah. Like half of it did. Um, but I do have. Uh, there's a reason I talk to certain guests, but like when I was doing it with you, I was still developing the concept. Mm-hmm. I knew I knew that we would always have these conversations. They would go deep, so I didn't really need to have kind of a skeleton layout of what mm-hmm. would happen i knew whatever we would talk about would be interesting mm-hmm. um but there's reasons i bring guests on like if i were to how i'm interviewing jt soon i already have in mind what i want to talk about i want to talk about his entire transition of how he became from this 250 pound man with unhealthy yeah. habits to where he's at now and it really simplifies to self-love practices is basically what it stems down to and i just want to learn about that oh, and i want him to share it because when i had him on we didn't even talk about any of that oh, i don't correct. remember what we talked about no. it's like what people are about because yeah. then that's what you get the most out of them because mm-hmm. that's what they love sharing it's who they are but now the pod the podcast started in humboldt as me having like six questions that i would ask Oh, you had a podcast already kind of going? It was it was like an Instagram questionnaire thing. Okay. I would go out into the community forest. I'd find someone out in nature, mm-hmm. and I'd have like five or six questions I would ask them. Oh, yeah. Take a picture uh, and that's, put their answers. It became Animals of the Wild? That was Animals of the Wild. That was, oh, was it called that back then? Yep. Okay. And Animals of the Wild was basically, we're humans, and humans are animals. Uh-huh. And I think we've just forgotten that and got locked up in this concrete jungle mm-hmm. in this imprisonment that we put ourselves in. But we still come from nature and we're still definitely a part of it. So I just want to remind people who we are and what we do and just get down to people's philosophies and simplify it as much as possible. It's because once you simplify it, people can digest that and take it on as their mm-hmm. own. You make it look so easy. What? And it, just, just for people to talk to each other, just even strangers, you make it look, and it probably is easy, but like to so many people, that's like the hardest thing. Yeah. You know? So I that's, think it's a I gift. That's yeah. a lot of the reason I think people really like look at you like, wow, like and respect you. It's like, wow, you, you can, you've broken the, the barrier. You, you can easily break that social boundary, which is like plaguing everyone mm-hmm. in this time. It's like rare. Yeah. And you can show people that there's a, a general relatability between humans, even, even if we never met. It. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm finding is just, well, we're all connected. Absolutely. And uh, I find that related. 
And it can be simple. Like I used to always struggle because I had a girlfriend in Humboldt who would always tell me that. And I'm like, well, you can do it too. Like I'm just a person. You could do it. Like do this, this, and this. And it's not that way. <laughs> Some people just don't got it. But I do see the connectedness with people. And I find anything to relate. And I'm truly, truly, truly just interested like it's everything that comes out of me and the way I talk to you is because I'm super mm -hmm. uber interested mm -hmm. in what you have to say in your mind because mm -hmm. I mean my mind is all over the place and I love it but other people's minds are so much different mm -hmm. I like to know the intricacies and I like to know why you are who you are yeah Alan Watts mm -hmm. has a really good quote that an interested person an interesting person is someone who's interested yeah and I think that's really true. Absolutely. Like definitely, the more interested you are, you bring, you make your, your life ends up being very interesting as well. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite stuffed animal as a kid was uh, Curious George. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> I would my sleep favorite. with him every night. I don't know if I had one, but I love that show. Oh, yeah. A little uh, movie or whatever it was. I've been the same way, dude. I've, I'm so curious. One of the most curious people I know any subject i'm willing to dive into it and learn a little bit about it and i'm just open to and that's another thing is is not having your opinion like i still have strong opinions and beliefs mm -hmm. and um you can have strong opinions and beliefs and i'm just willing to have a conversation about it whether i agree with you or not um i'm still so interested in how you came up to that and and also i'm willing to go ahead and change my own opinions and beliefs nothing that i have is solidified other than i believe in god Mm -hmm. that's that's something that's 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 been with me since i've been born mm -hmm. i've always believed in god i didn't always have a relationship with him i didn't always know if i was going to heaven or hell um but yeah i do always believe and he's acted in my life that's why yeah and well you know i like conversations about that i huh? could talk forever about yeah that kind of stuff yeah you should join um my truth seekers i've talked to you about it in my little tuesday study these people this wisdom that spits out is profound is it is it supposed to be like pretty uh religious uh, oriented well uh, we stem we we talk about things that stems from the scripture oh, okay it's got to stem from the scripture these books because the word has always been it's a living organism and the word is ingrained into us like mm -hmm. even if i never read the bible if i'm tapped in mm -hmm. to god the word is going to be expelled outside yeah of me. it's like that's what pe the people tap into when they tap into genius yeah they, tap, they always say it's never something that they came up with personally exactly it's some other source Exactly. And it appears to be some universal logos. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming I, that's out. That's how I think about it, mm -hmm. too. And that's why an idea gets planted in my mind. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, that wasn't my idea. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not how my mind works. There's no way I would have came up with that one on my own. Mm -hmm. So and I take it as a gift, mm -hmm. and I, I act on it. Mm. That's why I personally don't call it whatever it is, God, just because the word has such and a connotation with it it's been become so distorted but sure like you can place him in a box you know because he's so unlimited me calling it saying he mm -hmm. she th th that doesn't 
define who that mm-hmm. being but, is. But when you're genuinely interested in understanding what this is all about, you have to acknowledge something bigger is going on. Yes. But yeah. And Absolutely. It, you can call it whatever, but it's there's something that really is like God, like that is speaking to us, that's sustaining us. Yeah. That is um in my opinion actually us part of us yeah. us we are part of it yes and it, mm-hmm. it says that in the bible mm-hmm. it says that it's like i live in you mm-hmm. and you live in me yeah i don't know the scriptures too well but yeah i mean i've just been really just trying to study it more and more like i've even i, I will be taking a leadership course in mm-hmm. in the bible to learn more about it Actually, personally, on my own time, when I went to um, Malibu, Point Magoo one time, I sat on the beach, and I had the Bible that my grandma gave me, and I read, like, the full uh, Old Testament, started into the New Testament. Wow. Yeah, it was a good spot to read. Yeah, absolutely. Point Magoo is incredible. Yeah, it's so metaphysical. I want to say like it's so like there's so much stuff in it like maybe i don't you it doesn't have if you didn't know what it was historically like what it meant to humanity and where it fit into some institution if you just picked it up and started reading this stuff you can apply it directly to your life damn this is yeah yeah every situation that you find yourself in you can find something in there that'll go ahead and Mm -hmm. help you get through but there's so much extra noise around it yeah, um, that you know, people people don't like it. People like it. Of course, it's, it's you know whatever. Well, it's it's the religion tied around it. I think it's the, the institutionalization. Yeah, it's institution, and people, of course. Yeah, I mean, it, the religion has been used as a tool, you know, to control people. Like if I can control yeah. King James, there's a King James version of the Bible. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, it's his words. It's his I words. Mean, some of He's it. able to He's manipulate it. it, and there was like more uses of hell. Yeah. There's more uses of this and that that haven't been used in the original scripture, mm-hmm. and that's a, a control of it. fear. Yeah. Distort it mm-hmm. exactly, which is the exact opposite of what it really is meant for. Yeah, so I'm trying to, as I study it now, is go to the most original version of it, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of things in there that pop up that aren't in the original or aren't in the. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the words in Hebrew we don't know what they mean and or they may have multiple meanings oh yeah. yeah i mean there's stuff i don't know if i should be saying it but there's like stuff like in genesis it talks about in the regular version and the like the newly translated version it's you have we i created you in my image mm-hmm. yeah but then in hebrew it's i created you in our image oh as if there's multiple or he comes on as in multiple sort of characters or avatars or yeah or there's the main there's god it's one but it's many exactly it's so interesting i know but i love studying it and i love talking about it and pretty much like everything can like i said can relate to it so whatever i talk about i try to go ahead and stem it to the bible Mm-hmm. And that's where I Because I, I personally movies. wasn't all about Christianity, but then the more I started to study religions, other religions, mm-hmm. I started to see the connections between all of them. Yep. 
and that yeah, made me understand like. there's some, there's something to respect. There's, it's really something to respect about it uh-huh. that it does speak to like truth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Like, there's a book that I was reading because there's a time where I questioned everything, as everybody should, but. Uh, God is not one, I believe is what the book is called. And it kind of just gave credit to all religions. And like the finale of the book was kind of saying, here's the summit. And, you know, every religion thinks there's this one pathway to get to the top. Mm-hmm. But in reality, there's all sorts of different pathways really to get no to path. the top of the summit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and that's just, like, here's the top, find your way. Mm-hmm. And it's all so personal. Yeah. And then, then I would say, wow, that's almost what Buddhism is saying. Like, um, there is no path. Like, yeah. Like you, you, you're it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, wow, some like hits you in the face kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's what, that's all I'm trying to do is find my own understanding, and we have an inner compass in us, you know, and that's the intuition, that's the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. that's our spirit, um, that's guiding us every step. And my goal is just to be in as tune with this inside of me as much as possible. Because that's going to lead me on my own personal path to the top of the summit. Mm-hmm. And that's what's ultimately going to guide me. I don't know if I ever told you this. Uh, so I was at, uh, I went. I took my mom to church on Mother's Day. And it's been a while since I went to church at this time. Mm-hmm. And it was on the beach. And my first time at this church. Oh, yeah. and literally on the beach. Mm-hmm. And I remember the, the guy was, did I tell you this already? Uh, I think you told me, but you should tell it anyway. Okay. Yeah. And we were, the sermon was on struggle and difficulties that we face, which was extremely apparent at the time. I just broke up with somebody who I thought was going to be my wife. (laughs) I just proposed to her. That's big. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just got onto this whole native quest rocket ship Mm -hmm. I had no idea where it was going and how to sustain it and I just left a world where I was making a steady paycheck and surviving oh yeah so I had all this uncertainty happening in my life and I was like okay well this sermon on despair is spot on right now so I was just glued to what he had to say and I remember one of the things that stays with me now is just be grateful for those struggles because like you said earlier in in the talk you know, the struggle and the difficulties is where the opposition. The adversity. Mm-hmm. This is where you grow. You develop. This is where you develop. Yeah. Exactly. And that totally made me realize, you know, every time I come out of these situations, I'm a stronger version of my past self. Mm, yeah, something that, um, what's his name? T- Eckhart Tolle uh-huh. said, yeah, the spiritual writer. Yep. He said, uh, suffering, because someone asked him, someone asked him, um, is, is suffering necessary? Yes. And it says, suffering is necessary until you realize that it isn't. Hmm. It's necessary because if like you, you didn't... learn how to grow on your own? Yeah, if you didn't have it, your life yeah. would be extremely shallow. You yeah. wouldn't have the depth of all of that learning and all, having to overcome these, these exactly. barriers. But then in the end, you, you may realize, you know, I don't actually have to continue... Um, well, I don't want to put words in his... In his mouth, but yeah. Um, so suffering is necessary until you realize that it isn't. Yeah, right. You don't have to grow. You can stay complacent in life and just be comfortable, you know. And I remember being on psychedelic and driving—not driving personally—I was in the passenger through Humboldt, 
and seeing a life of complacency, the most prevalent I think I've ever seen in my life, where I was going through suburbs, it was like the most suburban place I've ever seen in my life, and it was a cookie-cutter house, cookie-cutter house, cookie-cutter house. Where was Humboldt. This? In Humboldt? Yes, yeah, in McKinleyville, so oh, okay. it's not the uppity, hippie section, it's like the rural uh, Republican. They moved to the beach conservative area. Conservative area. And really weird. It was weird. I hate it. I hate that For place. Humboldt. Why would they want to go there? It was just an ugly feeling that was just kind of expounding outside of this little cul-de-sac suburb area. And all the houses were completely the same, and everyone was driving the same boring car, and everyone looked the same, and it was just like... There was no growth. There was no opposition. It was just complete comfortability. Mm. I go to work 9 to 5. I come home. I have a TV man's dinner, and I eat in front of the TV, and Mm -hmm. I hardly say anything to my wife. Did you ever see? Did you ever watch Weeds? I watched a couple episodes. In the beginning, it always gets little boxes on the hillside. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's always been the most terrifying nightmare I think for myself, which is why I didn't want to go to college in the beginning, because I was like, oh, college breeds you for that lifestyle. Yeah, and that's what's been like probably the biggest like conflict in my life. Always, I was always worried about getting sucked in and trapped mm. so it's really hard for me to continue yeah. to get through college and get a degree yeah. i'm still to this day terrified of that like, yeah same I'm, here i i could easily sit down and study more and continue to work up the chain but there's something that's like really keeping me from moving forward in that regard i don't want to advance too quickly into that yeah that ticky tacky life mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I will, but I kind of want to do it on my own terms. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just some hippie shit. But no, not really. It's just because, like, you've been born with a certain gift, and you just want to go ahead and make sure you receive the full benefits of what that gift will provide for you. Like, like what you said, it. like, you got paid to create. Like, you're yeah. an artist. Like, that's the ideal And I didn't know profession. I was a creative until Native Quest started. Yeah. I didn't know I had any creative mm-hmm. talents or anything. Yeah, but so I started to look at it that way, and I I came to engineering from an artistic background. Like I was at an art school, yeah, and I thought of true. engineering as art mm-hmm. that you're able to do. You just have more tools, yeah. modern tools, technology. No, yeah. So I'm looking currently for something where I can get paid to create. Basically, yeah. that's what I saw. And those jobs are out there. We've talked about it, like working for an REI or a Black Diamond, or yeah. you know, making like outdoor equipment that's sustainable and multifunctional mm-hmm. and, and then like Uber quality. Yeah. And then when I met you and you were talking about putting these these uh, uh, din- weekly dinners together, and then uh-huh. how I could potentially like, you know, bring some of my technical knowledge into this and figure out a ways to basically bring these amenities outdoors um and i was looking for a project to put in my portfolio and i was then i started to see that you know, oh this would be this would be like basically ideal if i could join a company like native quest if it really took off and um follow my passion for nature and get to um bring engineering it, like uh, when I was talking about the island, yeah, how they just sample, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, from the all sorts of different. They're all out living a sustainable, beautiful island where uh-huh. they're totally in in harmony with nature, and they take mushrooms. Yep. But 
they are still up to date with technology like these things can complement each other absolutely and make crazy experiences happen yeah so i want a job like that doing more of that where lights I get to, and structures like, get to build stuff and go out and enjoy it in nature but in a way that we don't we're we conform to nature Mm-hmm. We adapt to nature rather than making nature adapt to us. Yeah, because it's mental. perfect the way it is, mm-hmm. but we can like bring it out and accentuate it in a way. Mm-hmm. Bring it on a light show or something that goes on the backdrop of trees, like redwoods. Mm-hmm. But I know <laughs> I want it to be so big where so I can have you, I can have so me, expensive. I can have my brother, I can have you know all these amazing people that I love so much, like just as like this core unit making all this stuff happen Mm -hmm. you know because i don't want it to just be me Mm -hmm. i really don't yeah i guess what i see it further down the lines you have a full staff yeah that can help you organize these bigger events and And that's the only way it's going to happen is if Mm -hmm. i have an abundant mindset of bringing concerts and festivals concerts and festivals is really the only way i think it will sustain Mm -hmm. the retreats are dope Mm-hmm. Those are intimate, and those are bringing like you know a couple dollars here and there. Mm-hmm. The adventures, there's only so much that mm-hmm. you can make on those. Mm-hmm. But it it's, seems it's more right now is just an investment of your time, and you're you're building these relationships that exactly. and reputation that yeah. are, are more gold, golden exactly. than the, than the physical money. I mean, it's enabled me to get to a point where I can put on a retreat. Yeah, that is huge. And you're finding these almost reputable speakers absolutely credible credible yeah just have experience doing yeah just because i've traveled so far in my own journey and this is it's this it's it's forget the outside Mm -hmm. world it's me working inside here Mm -hmm. because now it's every single morning i wake up and all i'm doing is praying and setting my intentions and building my energy for the day Mm -hmm. basically you know my my aura my energy field is just radiating outside of myself mm-hmm. which is an attraction it's like magnets we're mm-hmm. energy so because but you did something that would that you really enjoyed your passion yeah and I'm in, do, it to the in searching for that you found something that is common to, to what we all really want what yeah. we all really need and so people are just flocking yeah because that's what we need like mm-hmm. we we needed something like this yeah like and you're finding like-minded people with all these different backgrounds and they all like myself or yep. like some of these i yep. don't know just like do sometimes they'll just come out of nowhere uh-huh nowhere so i was i put on a men's retreat a couple of weeks ago in garst boulder gardens and there was somebody there who was looking for you know some kind of wellness thing but I was already leading a men's group, and this was a female. So I was like, sorry, I can't help you, but let's stay in contact. And she was traveling from New York, so she didn't really have any time. But I gave her my number anyways. I ended up meeting this girl in Laguna Beach. She came from New York. She heard about me in Joshua Tree, wow. and I saw her in Laguna Beach. Wow. Yeah. And the connection was already there. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm telling you, dude, it's like this law of attraction period where – I'm just meeting all these people mm-hmm. who are so far in their own fields. Mm-hmm. And it's funny how, because they, sometimes they'll know each other. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, weird. you tapped into, like, an evolutionary that's thread. Why I, yeah, and that's why I, I'm so against um, 
getting the chip inside me because I'm finding these connections and I'm doing all these things. I'm just trying to do it on my own intuitively before yeah. I get any assistance. Yeah, the, the chip thing, I think the way I saw it in, in the positive light, yeah. I, obviously there's the, the, the soul-sucking part of technology, but the way I saw it, or the way that Elon Musk advertised it, it says, like, your iPhone is already an extension of you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just really clunky, but it can do things like remember per- picture perfect memories for all of time. You can look back and you can see exactly what your camera saw back in the day. Your mm. memory can't do that in the same way. Remember all of these things, like yeah, you know, and it's progressing. But like, what if that? I don't want it to interrupt anything that I already have naturally flowing, like these images that sometimes pop in my head like those come from outside sources like i said so i don't want that to get interrupted like when i thought of that girl who had this spiritual business that randomly came into my head and then i just like meditated on that thought and that image in my head Mm -hmm. and then contacted her the next day and ended up leading to a job i don't want it to interrupt any of that Mm -hmm. you know and it is it is disruptive like even just having a phone out on the table reminds you of the outside world it totally takes you out of it yeah I think but, one of the best things that's happened to me, I went on a three-day water fast, and my phone died on day number one. <laughs> and I was like, oh, "Come on, like, I don't have time. I don't have energy. I don't have time to go ahead and fix this right now. So I'll wait till I'm done with the fast." And then I thought of it as a joke. I was like, "Okay, God, like, do you want me to be without it? Sure, I'll be without it for a couple of days. Like, this is. I guess I'm fasting not only from food, but from technology. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was like the most productive I've been." ever Mm because i wasn't distracted by Mm -hmm. me randomly scrolling through instagram checking on everyone's feed randomly looking up something on google i was just in my mind the whole time and coming up with these solutions on my own Mm -hmm. and And i was talking about this with austin my friend i had on the podcast on monday and we were talking about um when you're constantly being fed this stream of information this incessant stream of information from your phone it, it um, you're never bored, okay? You never have space where you need to, like, sit there and be alone with yourself and then figure out what you're going to do. Because mm-hmm. there's always something that automatically will fill that vacuum. Oh, stimulated, right? Absolutely. But if you're forced to have that vacuum, that's where creative creativity comes mm-hmm. from. Because Absolutely. now you have to figure out, well, what do I really want to do? Yep. What am, what's going on? What's happening right yep. now? Like, yep. all these uh, social media kind of uh streams are like just distracting you from you know your current reality yeah but at the same time they're so good at helping people get connected and you need them to build the kind of business that you're making it's also like you can just manage it yourself and give yourself certain um moderation moderation right i'm gonna be on it for two hours I need to talk to this, mm-hmm. this, this person today, mm-hmm. and then maybe I'll chat with some random DMs or yeah. something. It's I'll useful answer. up until this point. We got the people together, and now we can go without it for a few days. Yeah, dude. I don't need we- to scroll endlessly and look at all this content that doesn't yeah. help me, this memes. <laughs> dude, I, yeah. waste, I waste too much time. Too much time. I need to, I need to go ahead and be more manageable. Yeah, but yeah. it's just different and there's also probably I'm, I'm sure you could there's some positivity from scrolling endlessly you could you would see things that other people don't see and maybe make oh, yeah connections find a new nature spot or i find someone who does something yeah. in nature has a great post and i'll comment on it yeah and, and it's more happens. ideas for yeah. that kind of thing 
then I'll invite yeah. them to one of my trips. So it's hard to say, you know, that technology is bad. No, but it's, it's very definitely useful. getting more and more complex. It's very useful and getting better at what it does. Yeah. So you'll see the bads and the goods. That's why I need to go ahead and get that control it. now before it gets more developed, or else I can yeah. get lost into it. Obsessive. Yeah. Nature. Yeah. But then also, like, imagine you take all the technology away from people, and you gave them that peace, right, or that stillness away from it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm lucky because if I have stillness. I'm going to create and my creation stems out of my purpose mm-hmm. and my passion and my love. This is very solidified. I know exactly what I'm doing here on this planet. I tell mm-hmm. myself that all the time what mm-hmm. I'm doing, but other people, a lot of people don't know what the heck they're doing here. <laughs> they're just wandering the, uh, away. In world war two, the prisoners of war in Japan would be put in these cells and forced to stare at blank white walls. Wow. Indefinitely, okay. Mm. So these guys went insane. Yeah. The American culture that they're from, yeah. the war, PTSD that they've already experienced, and they're forced to just stare at a wall and think about their current situation. Whereas someone who grew up meditating in Japanese culture, uh, that's not prison. That's no. op- that's your op- that's your freedom right there. Yeah. You're able to just, you know, meditate and mm-hmm. get present. Mm-hmm. You know, that's totally different for us. Yeah. And this uh, constant distractions just yeah. keep us from being able to recognize that we can be alone with ourselves. Oh, and, yeah. You know. It's, you have to, it's all, you have to love yourself, though. Yeah. But I've thought about that before. Like, if I was put into prison, <laughs> I was like, oh, that would be a great opportunity. Yeah. Now I have all the time in the world to learn. Remember it was on Midnight Gospel, that, that guy that was in prison? Yeah. He said it would really did help. Yeah. Like, I totally changed my whole perspective. Yes. I felt like I was, um, like it was a good karma kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and he totally took advantage I took it of as the opportunity and learned that whole new meditative practice uh-huh. while he was in prison. Or I don't know if you ever saw um, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender and the Uncle Iroh, like, is trapped in the Fire Nation in a cell, but he, like, is w- he, uh, pretending he's weak and... Uh, uh, like a, a stupid animal prisoner, but then when they go, the guards go away. He's like doing pull-ups and getting <laughs> fucking ripped. TK talks his clothes. He's like, oh, yeah. like a muscular guy. So then when yeah. he breaks out, he's like yeah, super he's strong it, and with it. I I so enjoy, and that's why a lot of my posts during this whole COVID thing have been take advantage of the seclusion. Like, you have more opportunity than ever right now. It's totally acceptable for you to be with yourself and learn and grow and develop yourself. Because as soon as this is over, it's starting to end now. With all this opportunity that's going to be available, Mm -hmm. if you haven't been lifting, you know, if Mm -hmm. you haven't been strengthening your insides, Mm -hmm. you're just going to be crushed. And the person who has is just going to flourish. But still there's in every opportunity no matter what the situation is an opportunity totally to be present and learn from your situation oh, yeah, dude. and take it from anywhere 2020 has been a great year for me yeah <laughs> so that's i mean that was one of the takeaways that i got from my studying of eastern traditions is only you can put yourself in a prison yep, yep. yeah that's exactly how you look at it in your perspective over it yeah and so that that helped a lot with me getting through my school is like um this isn't even if this is prison you know it's not totally the end of the game nope 
Like, I'm still benefiting personally if I let it benefit me. Yep. If I let it, um, if I if I learn from it, I'm aw- pay attention and I'm aware of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you can control it and use what the job you have now is just a stepping stone into what you're eventually mm-hmm. going to do. In the there's future. always infinite opportunity at any step. Always, man. Yeah. And it comes yeah. through people and these connections, I believe. I try not to apply for jobs anymore. I want to see how that goes, experiment with it, and just allow the job to come to me or allow the yeah. opportunity to And you're to in a situation it. that allows you to do that. Like, Yeah, um, I do think about that too. Like, I don't have responsibility you're, very I much. mean, your resume is golden for the lifestyle that you're promoting. I think so. Like, I've as done a wilderness a leader, you don't need to, in an entertainment business, you yeah. can have many, many different jobs with gaps in your resume. Oh, yeah. You know? Because I've constantly been doing yeah. without. Not like, everyone can, exp- uh, can, uh, do, can do that. They can just ha- take a year off and go travel around or whatever, do your own thing. Not yeah. everyone can do that. Maybe they can, but like, it yeah. could actually jeopardize your career in some cases. You, the oh, other yeah. guy might get the job because he oh, looks yeah. like he's been working hard the whole time. Yep. But, I mean, you're working hard in a different way, and then you get the jobs that are like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been good at selling myself for interviews every interview i get but there's the, the price to pay is that uncertainty and that's that's why it i got out of nerve-wracking that's why i got out of the entertainment it is nerve-wracking sort of business so i have i mean right now i'm good as i'm talking to you today but last week i was nervous mm. i was uncertain about my future and my ability to go ahead and pursue what it is that i know i'm supposed to pursue a non-essential job Pretty non-essential much. sort of thing I mean, that's the way I was playing it in my head. At least the way that society sees it, yeah. That as well, yeah. right? But then it's, I gotta ground myself. What is my purpose? What is my pattern? It's just constantly, I, I, it sucks, but I have to constantly remind myself who I am and what it mm-hmm. is I have to do. I think of it like water. Like, uh, it's always gonna reach the, the point of least resistance. Mm-hmm. It's gonna get where it wants to go right. always. Even if it has to wait, it'll eventually wear down the rock. Yeah, it'll go around obstacles. Yeah, but it'll if it's blocked, dammed up, it'll wear down solid rock if you give it time, mm-hmm. and it'll get where it needs to go. Yep, that's why you have to just go with the flow. Go with the flow. Be frictionless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, putting me at a desk job is too much friction. <laughs> and I'm not going to produce very much. But I see you sit for hours and focus on. A, I can, a, dude. I can be at a computer it is. for twelve mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. You know, just today before I talked to you, I was on my computer the whole time. But yeah, creating. and you can come out of it feeling like you didn't waste your life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I can be at a desk. I have no problem being inside all the day. Yeah. I have no problem not being with people. I have no problem not being in nature. I think people get too wrapped up in the ideas of how they should create, which outlets you should use to be creative. Uh They don't see that really anything can be an opportunity to create. Like they think, oh, I'm not painting on a canvas. I'm not playing an instrument. I'm not whatever it is. But like, you know, you even though... uh, I mean, computer. You can use computers to create. Oh yeah. Like, you can use any technology, oh, yeah. even if it looks like the most, the least creative yeah. place. Yep. And a cubicle, you could be you way more creative things, than the yeah. guy who is sitting in front of a canvas trying to figure out what he's yeah. doing. Yeah. The little technology helps because I started those collages, 
with just like magazines that I found or it bought from awesome. some guy. It's so cool every time Dude, I see it. Dude, I love them so, so much. But yeah, it's a lot of creation. Gabe said you should talk about investing. Investing, investing. Well, investing in what stocks? Is that what you want to talk about? I. Yeah. Well, Gabe, in general. Is, Gabe is the one who really got me started in investing into stocks. Well, I shouldn't say that. I've had a lot of mentor-type people who have already done that in their past, and I see them successful. So those are the people I first asked on how to invest and why to invest. Mm-hmm. I always knew I was going to get into it. My mother, it, go, it stems all the way back to Halloween <laughs> as a kid, mm-hmm. you know, when I had candy. Oh, okay. And my pillowcase. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dude, I was constantly holding on to the valuable stuff, like the little gummy hamburgers mm. and the almond joys, the stuff I really enjoy. Pay yourself first. Yes. <laughs> and then I would have all this extra. I would divide it. The valuable, the mids, and the shit I do not care about, like the oh Tootsie my Rolls. God. My sister didn't get that. She was all about quantity, 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 uh, and I was about she quality. She got a bunch of shit that she didn't want. And I would yeah. get all her good stuff, dude. Because yeah. that was what was fun about it, is it was how much can we get tonight. But yeah, you, but you exactly. Got, you, okay, I like your entrepreneurial Oh, it started way back when. And then I would give myself, like, okay, here's three a day. Here's th- and she would just wow. gobble it all up. And mine would last for months, you That's know, until December. That's so funny. Um, and then she would give, my mom would give me think and grow rich um rich dad poor dad oh i was recommended to read that think and grow rich no rich dad poor dad oh yeah it's a great book rich dad i'm gonna try to remember that because we were on sydney and i were on a cruise and we just met some random guy and he worked in construction and he said i'm not gonna live much very longer and we're like what and he's like because i'm in construction yeah apparently you don't have a very long lifespan because of all the shit that you breathe in and it's a really dangerous job he didn't expect to live much longer yeah and um but he recommended i read rich dad poor dad learn how to manage my money learn what it means to have you know invest yep um i never did end up reading it but what we did read recently in an audiobook at work um which is amazing that we're allowed to do that um, is uh, the richest man in Babylon? You've oh, heard, I of, heard that? of that one. Yeah, it's basically it's it's your neighbor, your everyday neighbor yeah. who doesn't appear to be rich and wealthy. Mm-hmm. So these archaeologists is. found these tablets, these engraved tablets from Babylon, uh-huh. and they were expecting oh some romantic adventure stories about yeah. some king or whatever. And what they found instead was this wisdom from the richest man in Babylon, wow. and telling how he learned how to manage his money and oh. get him. He went from being basically poor, dirt poor, to um, the richest man in Babylon. Wow. I mean, built himself up by saving 10%, putting away 10%, yep. paying himself 10% every time, yep. and eventually was able to basically get out of poverty. I've been doing that since my very first check I've ever got. That's good. That's yeah. discipline. I, unfortunately, only just started, well, my last job in Newport. Yeah. You know? I don't it, live with a lot. I don't. I invest ten percent for myself, ten percent mm. to service through God, through organizations, through uh-huh. people who need it. Charity. Charity. Uh-huh. Um, and then Native Quest or whatever other things I have going on, and then I'll live with like thirty percent, forty percent, or something. But I, I'm frugal, very frugal. I don't spend a lot. But right now, I don't make a lot either. That's the thing. It's hard to s- to save when you don't make a lot. 
because, oh, bro, my lifestyle is so stripped. I don't do much. Like, if you really look at my life, I really don't do that much. You know, I'm basically, I go outside, which is free. I'll mm-hmm. hang out with somebody outside, which is free. Mm-hmm. I have amazing conversations with people. I enjoy my life. Maybe I'll listen to a live show if that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually one of the things that Gabe said that was, like, that struck me as, like, pretty wise was um, it's what what's your goal with what do you want to do with this money why are you building up this oh, reservoir see. yeah you know it not exactly matters where it's because how long are you going to keep that money in there you can pull it out as soon as you reach that goal yeah just you have to know what you want to do with it. oh yeah and then you can reach that goal and then you can cash it in mm-hmm. but if, if if you don't have your your goals in um in order if you don't know what you want to do with your life really you'll end up wasting all of the money on yep. sh- useless shit yep. and continuing to be in the same cycle yeah and then you're in a rat hole you know, yeah what do you really want to do so you got to spend the time to really listen and understand what you who you are and what you want out of life and then your money can go much much farther and you may realize you don't actually need that much money yeah yeah exactly you and really it, don't and then it gives you a reason to want to save because you yeah. see every all that work that you're doing as working toward that goal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you get closer and closer with every penny that you pinch. But if you're just doing it to make more money, that's like it doesn't mean anything. Money's only as good as what you can buy with it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Then you're just on the hamster wheel of yeah. spending and making. And then and it starts to making. feel like a prison. Yeah. Know? Totally does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really bad when people are just like spending outside of their means too. And just, like, keeping up with the Joneses and, like, watching all these influencers and being, I want what they want. Mm-hmm. But I ex- I know exactly what I do with my money. My money goes into my pocket, and right away it's to pay off any astounding debts that mm, I have. Pay off all your debts I first. Want, I want a clean slate. Yeah, so right now good. I've already paid off my credit cards. I've paid off my tickets. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fucking tickets, I have man. such a Sucks. terrible lifestyle habits in the past where i've yeah. gotten thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars i had to pay the government yeah for stupid reasons wow I so didn't know i finally that. finished that That's and good. now it's like student loans and then it's investing into native quest because that's where the true investment happens but also i've been playing with stocks too a lot of my money has been going into there just because it, I'm gonna. I'm saving this money anyway. It's my ten percent, so might as well allow mm-hmm. it to grow and expound. And that was hard for me to understand at first. I think a lot of people think this is the money that you're putting into those that investment. It, you think that you're losing it. Yeah, you're like not. it's like you're spending it. Oh no! Yeah, and it's gone. I'm just saving it for later. Right. It's yeah, actually. It's actually. It. You're putting it aside. You're paying yourself. Yeah. And it happens to grow. Yep. You're making the money work for yep. you. Yeah. And exactly. then you get it. Yeah, you don't lose it unless you make a, I mean, you a really bad don't judgment. Have to, you really don't have to lose anything. I mean, there's different levels of risks that sure. you can take with it. Yeah, and the more risk, the more reward. But also, there's there's obviously if you make a, a bad call, you could lose a lot of money. Yeah, but it's I mean, but that could have also been money that you've earned w- with investing. You know, say you only put five hundred dollars and you made a thousand bucks. Well, then you keep that five hundred. Mm-hmm the money you made or the money you put in mm-hmm. and now that $500 is money that you can just play with mm-hmm. and that's why the, the message was the 10% you don't even notice it's gone yeah it's just don't. 10% you can live with it just learn it. to live with less and that adds up you know yeah like 
everyone comes starts out somewhere and then you start making money and you, you think you have to live this lifestyle mm -hmm. but you started out here you can easily still live this way mm -hmm. for a long time but one of the chapters was then called the luckiest man in babylon okay so these guys are now rich as fuck okay. they learn to save their money yeah. and they go to the casinos <laughs> right and they the conversation that they're having now is how can we attract more luck because if we can attract more luck at huh. the casino tables we can make more money with yeah, our, our spend, true. right? Instead of just losing it all. Yeah. And he says, wouldn't it be better to put your money into something that um, will actually earn, that, that you will, that has a better chance of, of making money for yes. you rather yes. than for the card dealer, uh, right? I the see. card dealer is set up to make the guy, that the card dealer The house money. always wins, right? The house always wins. But why not put your money into something where there's hard-earned workers that will earn money and build a business, put your, yep. your, your money into companies yep. that you believe will do well, mm -hmm. and then you'll reap the benefits later when they do do well. Yeah. They need that mm -hmm. that capital in the beginning, yep. and they'll reward you. Yep, through you hard know. labor and their knowledge and, it's and a better skill. There's a better chance that you're going to benefit from that. Than yeah, just and you're benefiting it. other people too. There's still a risk, Yeah. but of it's a totally different way of looking at it. Yeah. And then you're looking at, oh, now you're looking at the economy. Well, that's investing now. Uh-huh. Now that's investing. Now you're investing. Yeah. yeah. But you, uh, gambling is an investment. It is. But it's really dangerous. Uh-huh. Right? I've never been interested in gambling Pe at all. People do make a lot of money. Sure. But, like, and then... And the way it, I play the stocks is less gambling But than one of the people. things he says, how many people who are really successful today yeah. got it from that? Yeah. Just because they won a bunch of money yeah. at a gambling thing. Probably well, people not. who you hear about making a ton of money in this poker game or this 21, Spend it well, all. look at their past. How much did they actually lose, you know, to get to this point? True. Yeah. They're, they're, you're always breaking even. You're never really winning. But I was just talking about this with my dad yesterday. And my whole goal in, like, five years is to get property. However yeah. I acquire that and however many people I partner up with. That always sounds a recommended. Absolutely, yeah, dude. Property always goes up in value. Yep. Because I will go ahead and acquire the property. I will either fix it up myself or hire a team around me to go ahead and fix it up. And now I'm providing more money for other people to thrive and building the community. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, it's a no-brainer. You buy a house for two hundred dollars. You put fifty thousand or two hundred thousand. You put fifty thousand into it to fix it up, and then mm -hmm. you sell it for three hundred and fifty. Yeah. You know, you make a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. But really, in, uh, overall, it doesn't really matter what you in invest in, as long as it's just, the whole practice is to learn how value works. Yes. How can you can you can you understand that things which things yeah. are going to value totally. increase in value? Yep. Right. And that's what I've been learning recently, 2019 and this year, is value equals value. And that's why I would try so hard in the beginning of my Native Quest trips. Like, I knew I wasn't making anything or maybe was spending money, but I was so focused on creating value in here. Because even if it didn't yeah. meet the value of that trip, I knew that value would go ahead and reach oh, another yeah. audience later. Oh, yeah. Well, I you, totally you physically are, are getting the value straight from the source, the value oh, yeah. of just, like, getting to go out to nature, yeah. getting to make these friendships and relationships. Oh, yeah. Those things compound interest as well. Oh, yeah. That's what you're seeing right now. Yeah, absolutely. And then the money may come later. Because friends of friends of friends. But then... And I knew that. So what if it doesn't work out financially? You... 
Dude, lifelong experiences, some of the best yeah. times of my entire life. What do you have to lose? This is something, even to say I, say for whatever reason, it's probably not going to happen, but I get a job or something and I'm doing something else, I'd probably still put these trips on at least mm-hmm. a couple times a and year. And that's why it probably, or it, that's why it has the best chance of being profitable it's in the end, because do. it's genuine and people want to do it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And the, everything I get into, I have to love and be interested in it and study it. With the stocks, it took me a while to jump in. I wanted to get into stocks since high school, mm-hmm. but I've always been nervous because it, it always felt like gambling to yes, me, and I hated the idea exactly. of gambling. It's like your money you're just throwing away. Yeah. But then but if you really when the crash happened, yeah, I was like, no-brainer. Now here's my time to go ahead and put this money I had aside into it because in no matter what. That's when you got into it? Uh, like this no, crash. this year. This, That's this what year. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It almost came at just a... Gabe, Gabe yeah. tried to get me into it at the perfect time. I got oh, the job I during the crash. Every week. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's worked out. I've made almost 100%, which is nice. You mean, what do you mean, breaking even? Yeah, I put in $100. I made $100. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hey, that's that's good for, like, a beginner. Yeah. It was, like 80 not, per, it was, like, 80% or something, but it's still pretty good. Well, yeah, and you didn't even know that, that COVID was going to come. I started halfway through covid now just a couple weeks ago oh i did it on so i heard what gabe was saying and i heard what everyone was telling me but i was like okay patterns are patterns they always happen so let me just look at all the other crashes that happened in the past and i would just study their graphs and i would just look at them and i'd be like oh here's a pattern that always seems to happen is there's a big dip in the beginning march 18th but then it goes up but it's always false it's always a false rise because then it dips back down and when it dipped back down on this one, I was like, here's my time to invest. Wow. Yeah, I just Maybe waited I for the be second. Listening to you, man. <laughs> What's intuition? Yeah. It's like patterns. Like yeah. patterns always play out. History always repeats itself. Um, and this is a unique time, though, and it's been a different rise than any other time. Yeah. But I still found myself I at a low still point. it's going to bounce back. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's going oh, to come back has stronger to. than ever. Has to. It always will. It didn't take. It actually did not take very long for history to come back full swing from the bubonic plague. As many people as it killed, yeah, barely a hindrance to progress. Yep. That was what the mid... That was the Dark Ages? Can't remember. Uh, around that... I mean, I don't know exactly. I'm well, right. it, maybe it was. Maybe it was the Dark Ages. No, Dark Ages happened after the fall of the Roman Empire, so this was later. Oh, Okay. I bet there was a period of abundance after. There had to be. Yeah, there because the there's so many more resources right? available to Didn't everybody. Didn't the Renaissance come after the bubonic plague? I think let's so. See. Yeah, well, let's look that up. All right, got, we got to know now because this is, has already has come up multiple times yeah. in this podcast. Here, my makeover here. Renaissance. Here, I'm going to go take a quick relief. Please. Left or right? Where is the rest? Right here one? on the left. On the first left. been the longest one yet uh, mike's a tank everybody else gave up a lot faster uh renaissance 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 14th to 16th century 
bubonic plague and renaissance black death marked the end of an era in italy its impact was profound and it resulted in wide-ranging social economic cultural and religi religious changes these changes directly and indirectly led to the emergence of the renaissance one of the greatest epics of art architecture and literature in human history no shit i called it I called it. Oh, that feels better. oh my God! Listen to this. Yeah, listen to this. This is from dailyhistory.org. Yeah. It says the Black Death marked an end to, of an era in Italy. Its impact was profound, and it resulted in wide-ranging social, economic, cultural, and religious uh, changes. These changes directly and indirectly led to the emergence of the Renaissance. Wow. Okay, so like I said earlier, patterns, patterns, patterns. History repeats itself. There's going to be a after-COVID area, a new normal. And this is what we're about to embark on for 2021. I want to see what they say. What's the difference between the Renaissance and the Enlightenment? Uh... uh Renaissance with flowers in the Uh huh. Uh huh. Renaissance added the interest in the status of the Uh, what is this? Where is the Renaissance? Where is the Enlightenment? Wasn't Enlightenment way later? The Enlightenment, the Enlightenment came, came much, much later. But it wouldn't really have been possible uh, without the Renaissance. I should have been so a historian. just building off of that. I'm really good at this history. <laughs> Yeah. So this is what we should be studying now is the Enlightenment period and the Renaissance and the Reformation because that's what's happening after COVID. Well, Terrence McKenna right. was saying these novel events, right? So like the yes. bubonic play would be an extremely novel event. Absolutely. But also, but, and then then Renaissance would be a novel event. Mm -hmm. Like, and then these things are falling into those resonant patterns of each other. Yep. And you could find the equivalent of what would be the Renaissance in just a shorter span of time, scale of time. Yeah. And it's always just going to do that rise and fall. Like yeah. you said, that is the pattern. That's what's happening, man. Uh -huh. I'm telling you. Like, I've been preaching this ever since I heard of COVID. Like, it's going to be a freaking, just a torpedo of opportunity yeah. and growth. But it'll calm down. It'll yeah. stabilize. And then it'll start over with the next People will thing. forget. And then there'll be another thing yeah. that happens and destroys mm -hmm. But us. it'll happen much more rapidly. Yeah. And that's why I was like, holy shit. Like, you have COVID. Then you have race riots. Then you have, you know, what's. It's like happening fast, yeah. all at the same time almost. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah, it is happening fast. Like, what do I pay attention to right now? There's so many things that are happening on the internet. What's yeah, well, next? What's next? The biggest. I mean, if this is this just a test compared to whatever is going to be hitting us after that, a bigger test. It's In always the a next test. next period. Yeah. Aliens, oh. for sure, man. They're gonna they're finally gonna, they're drop gonna, in all right. Well, it's the tech. It has to do with the technology. It will be... Uh, oh, yeah, the neural link. Yeah, so we'll have a period of growth right after COVID. Uh -huh. And then this is people going to be developing technology. And then there'll be another demise somewhere. And the only thing that's going to get people out is they're going to have to rely on this technology. And then that's when there'll be a technological mm -hmm. period. That's what COVID is doing, though. It's ramping up technology. And yeah. that's that exactly. was who benefited from it technology. oh yeah all negative periods there's a benefit somewhere and it typically to goes to progress and yeah industrialization yeah. my my thought i think is that virtual realities are going to get so 
yes, that's real that you won't be able to tell the difference between. Well, reality. you can have virtual reality events on um, Animal Crossing. Wedding. You can literally. There's a radio station who they created an Animal Crossing area and event, put out their their avatar or a way that other people can go to their event mm -hmm. and made it open on like a friday and there was like Everybody all these random on at the same time with your animal crossing avatar can you verify that sydney what? Th that animal crossing you can have as many people playing on the same map as you want I think you can all visit well there was a radio station that was able to do this and i think they got a special kind of or maybe you're right but they got like a special kind of event thing that happened with the people who own Animal Crossing. Oh, they made the change. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, got it. Oh, but, but eventually that's what it's going to lead yeah. to. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. There's a lot of online. I, it, Animal Crossing is a virtual reality. Yeah. Right. And oh, I, yeah. I always think it's funny that, like, in these video games that are like lifelike, people will do the most mundane things in the game, but that oh, they yeah. hate doing in real in real oh, life. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna go ahead and chop down this tree because yeah. I want wood to build my house. Yeah. Just. Like but the then most... you won't go into your backyard and pull your weeds to help your garden exactly. thrive. Exactly. I think that's so funny. Because you're not or physically they get exhausting. With these little like material collection of things or yeah. organization of your yeah. inventory or whatever. No, it's it is. perfect. And yeah. I'm happy. I ha I haven't gotten into any of them since high school because I used to play Sims a lot, like religiously. Uh -huh. Sydney was playing that today. I loved it. It's her game. Because I can just create my whole avatar and create my whole life that and woohoo with whoever I wanted. <laughs> I loved woohoo. <laughs> I'd have I would have a girl here and I would have someone else in a different part mm -hmm. of the city. That's why I think definitely something like the Neuralink is 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 coming for sure. Like if yeah. you look if you look at um, printed word right that's a virtual reality you take true right yeah definitely right? the printing press ancient right mm -hmm. now and you get to create this reality then then painting pictures has always been a virtual reality all yeah. art is a virtual reality created, absolutely right yeah. mm -hmm. and then you just get better at at create uh, representing reality yeah right? art is just representing reality and then now so you go from picture painting say in like uh, medieval times there you want to be uh you, uh you want your picture paint uh your portrait painted right right you'd hire or, someone to paint you or i think it started uh you want to see who you're going to marry um who lives oh. in the other kingdom oh yeah yeah, see, yeah. Is she ugly? Let me see a picture of her and so the goal became to to paint the most real life like not real life like hey like, go ahead and give me some a little bit of a booty here take off this mold yeah it's everyone Instagram. they had filters uh -huh. far beyond yeah. filters and then you go from pictures to photographs right uh -huh. that's even more realistic even though right. it's black and white first then it gets color mm -hmm. then go from photographs to it's motion pictures yeah right then add audio in yeah then but you're still sitting in front of the the tv and you're separated from the characters but yes you're still looking through a little window of reality right virtual reality then it'll get to the point where you can interact touch feel the virtual reality almost there yeah almost, almost there, there. And you are there you can be there as a physical person now yes but without the, all the other senses so there's always this 
uh, improvement of the virtual reality, the art, to represent reality, and it gets to the point where it's trying to fool you into thinking that it well, is reality. You can have like a whole green screen set up, and uh -huh. you know the whole room is a green screen with all these things, and then you put on your goggles, and now it takes you to a totally different place. Yes, and it'll if it's in your biology, if it's tapped into your nervous system, then you have the ability to really take that to the the end mm -hmm. where you can create any virtual reality and feel that it is reality and not know the difference that's what god was doing to the beginning that's what we talk, like we yeah. talked about but yeah. then so then the buddhists are like well obviously you can go deeper and deeper and deeper into this virtual reality but can you realize that we're already in a virtual simulation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and wake up yes can you wake up from the dream you're already in yeah a lot of us are waking up and I think with that, I'd or like to... Do you to consider us woken up? No. No. Le I think there's a spectrum. Okay. Here's the thing. Like enlightenment is woken? What What do we mean? What does it look like to be totally woken up? You, ever, you know what the idea of a bodhisattva is? A what? A bodhisattva. I don't. It's part of Buddhism. There's Buddhas, right? Buddhas are like enlightened ones throughout. Okay. A bodhisattva is like a Buddha... But instead of going on to Parinirvana where you become one with mm -hmm. everything, you stay behind and don't go into those afterworlds. You stay behind and you come, you come reincarnate back into this world so that you can help other people oh, get there. So be a teacher That's what a bodhisattva or... is. They represent compassion. Nice. Okay? Because they have compassion. And then what really it is is they're, they're realizing that we're all the same. If I left and took my my eternal vacation i'm not really Benefit. done yeah because i'm still out here suffering right the rest of because we are all connected it, uh -huh. i'm not free until we're all free yeah 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 See? yeah yeah yeah. exactly that's and that's because it's so it would be so easy for me to just go off to the himalayas or go to garth boulder gardens mm -hmm. and be like hey i'm just gonna meditate in this cave and find my yes. own enlightenment and I will probably find it, you know, with enough time and enough practice, I can probably go ahead and find this enlightenment. Do you know what the autobiography of a yogi is? Have you heard of that? I have heard of it. It's made up, it's, it's uh, written by Paramansa Yogananda. Okay, I have heard of it, yeah. I haven't read it. Okay, so that, that's a perfect example of mm -hmm. literally what you just said. Like, when he was a kid, um, he had whatever reason to believe that he was on a spiritual path. Mm -hmm. and wanted to go and study with the Himalayan masters yep. and live up in the Himalayas. And his guru, because um, you always have family guru in yeah. India, and his guru said, no, no, you're not going to find enlightenment up in the Himalayas. Your place is, you already have a path. Your place is to bring enlightenment to other people yeah. through other means, right? Mm -hmm. So he had to go to school and get a college degree uh, or a, a degree, and he hated this <laughs> shit, right? Yeah. And he ended up writing a book in english and many many languages that brought yoga across the world to america oh, that's what that's right that's he brought yoga brought to, to america mm -hmm. to him and yeah. his brother his brother brought um bhakti bhakti yoga yeah i think i don't know if that's more physical or i'm not sure but yeah. they, and so then he started this uh the self-realization fellowship that SR, srf and there's m many locations around the world now but the first one was um in encinitas oh wow uh, right on the cliff above the ocean oh, you can perfect. go there 
and visit it. Cool. Um, and they, what it is is a place. Swamis? Yes, Swamis. Oh, apparently I'm, I'm surfed right in front of it. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's funny. That is funny. But uh, it, it is a photograph in the book of, of that uh, first, of him standing on the cliff above the Pacific. Wow. Just, they, they made it for him. Wow. And uh, basically it's a space where um, all these different religions can come together and see the, the universality of it. Hmm. Christianity, um, yoga. Yeah, Taoism uh-huh. and whatnot. Yeah. So, so when you go there, you look at all the old masters, um, the, the Indian masters, the yoga masters, and then up there with them is Jesus. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. But in his book, he talks about he, he talked to Jesus, huh. and they're on the same page. Huh. I'm sure people are, are, are that, I'm sure that, that's yeah. a, that's a, uh, not a happy thing for the, the, no, the white bitches. The Western culture but, is lots of friction there. That's crazy. I would love to go ahead and go there. You and have to read the book. One with that's it. totally up your alley. I'd have to read the book before I go there, and then when I read it, I would go there. But yeah, it totally makes sense. Like, I, that's how I've thought of it, too. Actually, what it is that's is a podcast. Mission. What it is is a podcast, that book. Oh, he, cool. He goes all around India. Oh, and he interviews, at, he interviews all of these mentors and gurus. Uh huh. And he ah. gets their, their their wisdom and puts it in a book. Interesting. And then he publishes it and brings it to America. Wow. So. That's yeah, all I'm looking for. It's man, not what you expect. It's not what you expect in the beginning. What you think is going to be your spiritual path to realization. Yeah. No, and it's everyone's journey is so personal. Finding mind through nature in events. That's what I find my that's so every Sunday I have to write I don't have to. Every Sunday I write like what's my life purpose and it changes week by week by week. I make sure not to look at last week so that it's different this week and mm-hmm. I stay on top of it. But it's always evolving. And right now it's find discover the truth that I already know. That's already ingrained in me and guide other people to go ahead and find their truth. And my avenue of doing that is through nature. Mm. Well, lately I've just been leaving nature out because I don't need an avenue anymore. I can help guide people to that truth. But, yeah, I wouldn't want to be stuck in the Himalayan caves or anything. I want to be with the people. I want to be of the world. I want to be out of the world, of the world. Yeah. 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 Because I very much feel very connected to everybody, but I also feel like an outsider at the same time. Yeah. Like an individual within the group. Mm-hmm. And because you, you are definitely down for like a very simple life, disconnected. Yeah. But you almost see it as a necessary evil to plunge into the most chaotic mm. of social media <laughs> to yeah. make that actually a reality yeah. in the end. Yeah. Because it's, it's all about just bringing as many sheep to the promised land as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many lost souls out there. And I think it's just because I've talked to so many people in this world. Like, I've had millions of conversations. And there's a lot of broken people out there. And I genuinely care for these people and just want to help them. And, you know, the more answers I find with myself, then maybe I'll be able to help these people, too. That is awesome. Yeah. That's it. Keep doing it. Yeah. Keep doing it. Thanks for coming on my podcast. Oh, yeah. It's been good, dude. It's been fun. You will be back. Yeah. Mostly because I don't have that many people to interview. <laughs> <laughs> it'll grow. It'll, it'll grow. 
Would you like interview people who aren't physically here? Yes. Well, I mean, literally, had I been doing this for a while, it, all the people that I met on our, those Native Quest trips would have been yeah. on this show. Oh yeah, dude, just what? hit them up. I'm thinking of uh, Colby. Colby. Uh huh. Oh, from the last trip. Yeah, he's talking he, about he's doing a van build soon, and we oh, were talking about it. collaborating. Oh yeah. Yeah. He'd be totally into it. He's got a. He's an interesting person. Cool. Anyway, I think it's time to wrap it up. Yep. Um, let's see. I hope it's still recording. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Nice. Okay. Uh, how, how do cowboys say goodbye? Bowdy!